when's the next episode of Big Les coming? I was like, fucking, don't you get it? It's finished. <laughs> so I just finished our chat with Jared Wright, who went on our podcast for the third time, one of our most popular guests, according to you guys. And we're actually going to meet up last week. I was going to go to Queensland, meet up with Jared and Kai and do this epic collaboration. But then this whole coronavirus happened and yeah, Australia has shut down its borders. So we couldn't really do that. So we improvised and we did a quarantine style potty. As you can expect from a conversation with me and Jared, we went through weird topics from aliens, psychedelics and just the whole human experience to conspiracy theories and yeah i'll leave the timestamps in the description box we covered a lot of ground and we definitely want to make this a more regular thing so like we talked about on the end of the podcast if you guys have any topics that you want to hear about me and jared talk about then please feel free to comment below and of course check out the your mate tom podcast on spotify and itunes and if you're feeling extra generous Chuck us a five-star rating. I'd really appreciate it. And yeah, let us know when you do it. I'll wait here. Awesome. So just comment below. Let us know how you went. And that's it, man. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to all our patrons for supporting our show, helping us do this full time. I really appreciate it. Especially our top patrons. You guys are legendary status. If any of you guys have received value from our content and you wish to support us in what we do, then I would deeply appreciate at least considering becoming a monthly supporter on Patreon. And check it out. We've got some new merch as well. Ayahuasca Shaman. Check out the back. Yeah, fucking sick, eh? <laughs> Another way to support our channel is also through a one-time donation on PayPal. And if not, you don't want to chuck us a coin in any way, shape, or form, then I would always appreciate a like and sharing these videos around. Enjoy the potty, and I'll catch you guys on the next video. Peace. Oh, yeah, sweet. Quarantine style. Can't be too <laughs> careful. I've actually heard that the virus has mutated and it can be transmitted virtually now. So you got to be really careful. Let's say that's smart. <laughs> yeah, what's been going on? Uh, I can't fucking talk like this. Ooh, <laughs> Hang on a Yeah, sec. mate, yeah, it's just been a bit... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's like smoke everywhere. Yeah, man. How do they force you to wear masks if you're outside in New South Wales? Um, nah. I was just out before, and there was fucking heaps of people just doing normal daily life. It's weird. We went to the mall and everything. Started to go to the bank and shit, and yeah, there was fucking heaps of people. I don't think anyone's getting the message. <laughs> no, it hasn't hit us too bad though. But man, how crazy is it? Like how it hit the US? It just like increased like there was like a, just a few cases here and there now it's like i think over a hundred thousand or something i have no idea what the statistics are i just know it's pretty pretty how you going i've no idea anything about it i'm really trying not to look at the news the only thing i'm concerned about is like fucking what am i allowed to do am i allowed to go outside and fucking walk my dog and shit if i'm allowed to do that and fucking sweet like 
I'm seeing the positive side of it because like we 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 work from home and stuff and we're like creatives. It's like a creative's dream. Everyone just everyone just fuck off for a second. It's has like, your has your life changed much since this nah, quarantine? Yeah, it's exactly the same. It, it's only like uh, I'm just looking at the positive side. It's like Thanos snapped his glove and what like everyone's disappeared, but it, no one had to die from the snap obviously you know i don't know statistics people are dying from this but um yeah it's like i don't know i'm looking at stuff like it's good for the environment like people aren't driving their cars heaps and like fucking the skies are going clearer there's not that many planes in the sky so it's like everyone's saying this but the fucking earth is getting a good breather from humans a little bit do you think that's Earth. part of the reason why something like this had to happen? Like, just for Mother Earth to have a breather and rejuvenate? Yeah, probably. I, don't, I have no idea, but, like, whatever it is, I, I reckon it's a real good, um, it's a good sign. Like, you know, you know how there's that Earth Day, Earth, Earth Hour, whatever, every year where you turn your lights off? Not everyone does it. No. But in this case, everyone's kind of forced to be inside. Everyone's forced to fucking not drive around and do shit. So, like, you're actually seeing results when there isn't cars going about, there isn't planes going about, and there's just less human movement uh, of, of the stuff we're using, like petrol driven. Uh, see results in a matter of months. So imagine if we changed our ways and how good everything will be hmm. if everything was like electric. Well, I don't, I don't know about any of that, so I shouldn't be an advocate for how good that is because I don't know how bad it equally could be as well. But like, it, I'm just looking at it like it's a really good. Um, oh shit! Like, fucking without us, Earth is pretty good. If you look at the before and after shot of humans mm. versus non-human activity like fuck we're actually fucking it up on a daily basis <laughs> it's pretty and bad. here's yeah and here's the proof like here's a like oh gosh have you seen like that meme about oh, it is as bad as they fucking say it is shit have, have you seen that thing on like how if you remove let's say any organism on earth like ants or the bees or certain animals or trees the whole earth would be fucked but if you remove humans it just like flourishes and everything's going <laughs> Everything's living in harmony, you know? I, <laughs> I think know, I've man. seen a couple of things like that. Like, I don't know. It goes back to, like, my... That ideology that we've, we've been put here a long time ago. Mm. Like, we like we didn't come from here. But I, I don't know that either. But, like, it's... I don't know. You can, like, in that case, it, like, makes sort of sense. But, um, yeah, fucking... I've no <laughs> idea what's going on, eh? I'm do you, just have, any, do you of, have any like crazy conspiracy theories? Oh, hey, or like just boys. shit that you've heard? So much. What's a good Too one? Too much. What's the best I'm one really... that you've heard? Uh, what's the best one? Um, gosh, is it, like I haven't heard that much, but I've made them up in my head just for fun <laughs> and like talking to my brother and stuff and going like, imagine, imagine if this is happening. Um, oh, a really fucked up one. That I heard was um, the virus was is actually a cover up for an even worse virus that happened in China or whatever, where it, like makes your fucking your eyeballs melt and you just in a like it just melts you from the inside. It's like so fucked. Oh shit! And um, 
they're, they've actually locked down all the country saying, oh, there's a virus with flu-like symptoms, but that's all like um, just a, a, a watered-down version of what is, they're really protecting us from. I've heard something like that, and I was just like, oh, that's scary. Mm. So like, But then I've heard another one that was kind of the same but different. They, they're like, they're, there's millions of... Um, millions of conspiracy theories that fucking I saw the first one just went yeah fuck I'll just I'm kind of playing the role observer kind of just like watching what happens but um yeah fucking who knows it could be could be a big movement um or like a reason to push a certain law or like mandatory vaccines for example that's a a yeah so that that's a scary one because like like uh, I don't know, vaccines, fucking, I don't want to talk too much about vaccines and what I think about them, like, because everyone just goes, oh, it's so triggering. You're yeah, a- no. you're either it's so triggering. The, yeah, you're either on one side or the other. It's like, I don't know. I think That's it's a little right. bit more I'm complicated a- than that. Who knows? Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know information on either side, so, like, I'm just not going to talk about <laughs> it. But um, if they... <laughs> Wise man. <laughs> I'm just sitting on the fence. I'm just an observer. I'm not sitting on the fence. I'm sitting on the tree that is between the fence and just chilling and going, what the fuck is going on on this yeah. planet? And just observing. Like, I don't Why are these guys all mad at each other? Yeah. It's, well, this is like, it's the biggest dividing thing ever. Because, like, you know, before when all the fires were going on in Australia, um, everyone was all helping each other out. Everyone was donating and fucking being real, you know, selfless and going, fuck yeah, let's, let's all come together and, and fucking help, um, the environment. Everyone like got, um, like affected by it emotionally and mm. going, fuck, we're going to do something about it. And now that's gone. That's over for now. For now. Yeah. But now, but now this has happened and now everyone's like, yeah, don't, don't fucking touch me. Coronavirus. <laughs> fucking. Get away from me. One, 1. 1.5 meter distance can't. Don't touch me. And don't we're pretty isolated. Look at me as it is, I feel. Coronavirus. Yeah, and the, yeah, dude, the whole, it's, like you're talking about but, the bushfires. Just, the, whole, the whole world was like trying to help out. Even Chris, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Thor, he started like yeah. this campaign. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I saw that before. That's <laughs> sick. Is that solid yeah, or but, is that made of like foam it, it's it's like hard plastic ah, okay but i think i think it's sort of hollow in the middle but um yeah i'm not gonna go smash and shit with it anytime <laughs> soon otherwise the whole thing will break but um yeah it's a good little toy speaking I'm of getting a light so speaking of endgame though i didn't get to re-watch our old podcast but you had a prediction yeah and it actually came it. true Where's what did you say thing? what was your prediction the movie the whole thing like word, what? Word. What specifically? <laughs> uh, I think I said something like Tony Stark's got to figure out how to go back in time and then they're going to revisit all the old movies to collect the stones and eventually he's going to be like, fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm Thanos, so I'm going to fucking click everything and wish everything away. And that's pretty much what happened. I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of exactly word for word on the script of the movie i'm pretty sure they just watched the podcast of you and me in it and just went you know scrap the script <laughs> script we'll just we'll just write this and i want my money brilliant yes <laughs> no, no, okay. get your royalties but, uh, and shit yeah yeah marvel fucking get us apart as a 
Asgardian or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I heard... Yeah, get us in the background. I heard that they're going to make Doctor Strange 2 a horror movie, like a full-fledged oh, horror movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called, like, The Multiverse of Madness. But I think it might have got scrapped, that idea. But I think they should they should go ahead and do it. Because Doctor Strange is, has the most accurate psychedelic visuals I've ever seen in my life. It's fucking incredible, man. I'm just like, imagine what they can do with a sequel oh, and build upon that, you know? Open your eye. Yes. Fuck, that bit, like, because watching Doctor Strange after, like, I went through all my trippy scenarios, like, you know when you trip for the first time and you, you're open to these, like, experiences and insights for the first time, it's, like, mm. real magical, and then after it happens, more so, you're just like, oh, yeah, like, you're kind of used to it. Well, you can't ever get used to it, but, like, you, you, you've sort of been through it before, but the first time it happens, yeah. it's always, Novelty like... Novelty wears off, yeah. Whoa, like, the novelty of it. That's like when I went through all that and I uh, just went through my first phase of it, uh, I watched Doctor Strange and I was just like, whoa, this, <laughs> this movie is exactly what's fucking going on. Like he's a doctor, he's straight as fucked, he doesn't believe in like chakras or he just thinks it's all shit, just like I thought it was. Yeah. It? And, and then she's just like, yeah, fucking, we'll feel this cunt. And, <laughs> and he's like, he said straight away, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he said straight away, he's like, well, what was in that tea? Psilocybin? LSD? Oh, yeah. so, it was just tea with a little honey. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, fuck, I was like, I love this fucking movie. And I think that's what got me more onto Marvel and just started going, fuck, I've got to watch them all again because I watched that. I was like, fuck, there, there's heaps of them now. I should fucking sit down and watch more. Yeah, they've got some. Which, it's like we were talking about in the last podcast. We've got movies like that have such deep, profound wisdom in the symbology and we just kind of treat it like, ah, oh, yeah, it's just a fantasy movie, but it touches on something so, I don't know, universal, I guess, or however way you want to put it, but. There's so much of that. I've always wanted to like, I can't be bothered to do it, but like if I was ever really bothered to do it, there's so, because I, I like a movie fanatic. I watch them all the time. Like my girlfriend can't stand when I watch a movie more than at least 50 times, <laughs> like in a row, because like, I don't watch them, I just have them on in the background and as I'm like working or animating or whatever and like I always can hear it, I know every scene so like, and I, like, I love looking at all the details and seeing how they did it yeah. and shit, like like I don't watch it because like, you know, wow, this is a good story, I go, fuck, how do they film that bit or like, fuck, that's so cool, the whole thing. So when I watch a lot of movies, I can see all the subliminal messages that they're putting in it the more times you watch it, the more you go like that bit mm. is so like um, such a standout-ish bit. And if I was bothered enough, I could make like an hour-long clip of just all shows I've ever seen all saying the same message mm. embedded in them, like uh, all saying the sa- like talking about the same subjects. Yeah, like core um, principles. Yeah, it's yeah, like religion that, as well. You that, know, they all have like their different nuances and different ways of telling the story but it's all universal what what was that you Uh, cut out that uh, did i uh yeah so i was gonna say it's like religion you know like oh yeah it's all has they all tell different stories in different ways but they all touch on the same thing yeah so and it makes me question like where where did that original knowledge come from how did that happen you know, some people say psychedelics go uh, the origin of it. 
who knows? Because I, I don't know, I wasn't there. But yeah. I've been learning a lot of Hermetic philosophy, and that's like ancient Egyptian, Greek religion that was like predates like Islam, Christianity, Judaism, and they believe that all that, all the profound religions come from that, you know? Yeah. Like this, yeah. That's like, that's like being my answer to like what you just said, like, like um, oh, do you, do you, how do you see the, uh, the 9-11 things or how do you see, what are your thoughts on that? My, my, yours, I don't know, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, wasn't, I, exactly. I wasn't there. <laughs> Fucking, like you tell your mate, like like if your mate told you something that they did, like oh you should have seen this fucking thing the other night. I was fucking so cool. I did this thing like, uh, you feel like you're talking shit. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I was there, like you had to be there to see it. Like yeah, I know, because like could have been way less. Yeah, and, and the bullshit detector back then wouldn't have been as developed as it is now with the internet. Like we can call out bullshit so yeah. much easier just because we've been fooled so many times before. Whereas back then you could. I don't know, you could bump into like some village boy in the middle of nowhere who's never read a book in his life and tell him all this shit and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, that sounds good. And then he <laughs> yeah. just passes it on and then that's what people believe. It's all, it's all word of mouth back then. It yeah. wasn't like internet, you didn't find it yourself. Couldn't but then again, it. again, people today are really... Um, is impressionable the word? I don't really know yeah. the meaning of it, but I'm thinking the meaning of it is like you take on information... Like you really is that what it is? Yeah, impre- that, like yeah, like e- <laughs> like easily influenced. You mean like impressionable? That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because um, so. uh, like there's a there's a even though back then like a lot of people was so easy to like religion was their internet or whatever. Um, there's still so many people today, even with the internet and and uh, scientific facts or whatever, or just if you googled it you'll mm. find an answer kind of thing. Like people are still uh, gullible, I guess, or, or impressionable, if that's the word. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I might have to... And, and there's so much information out there. Like, I was watching a stand-up comedian, uh, this Asian, Ronnie Cheng or something. Asian oh, yeah. comedian destroys America. And he's like, who would have thought that all of human knowledge made us more stupid? You know? We have all the information under our fingertips, but at the same time, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so overwhelming and so much and everything has something contradictory to it. it kind of puts people yeah. more into more, I don't know, confusion, I suppose. Maybe that's it's a weapon def- of the enemy, you know, just to throw in more confusion and chaos. Disinformation. Disinformation. That's so we're spending more time just arguing over petty details instead of just doing the work. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's dividing everyone. That's dividing everyone. Like, well, I believe in this. Like, eh, but it's got uh, there's something one percent of it I don't agree on, so I'm not going to buy the whole thing. Exactly. Like, so it's just ah, uh, it just comes down to just fucking. What was I saying to Kai? I remember I was saying to him about it. Um, because like when I was going through that, like really wanting to know and doing heaps of research, like what does life mean and like, is there an answer to it? Is there a goal? Blah, 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 blah. And then I was, like, really questioning the the idea of infinity and how, like, you you stare out at space and you go, fuck, how far does this go? We don't know. So and that's like, just one dimension one as well. <laughs> that's just one dimension. Yeah. That's just one galaxy that we can see. So I came to this, um, well, we can see other galaxies, but, like, from our naked eye, we don't know what we're looking at unless you really fucking knew the stars. But, like... Yeah. My point is, to to look, 
I came to this like conclusion that kind of was really um, freeing. Was like, fuck, like if I'm gonna keep questioning what things are, and and get to try get to the bottom of understanding and understand myself and understand life and try try. I was getting obsessed with just wanting answers and trying to figure it out. Mm. And then I looked up at the stars and I thought of infinity and I thought, if we yeah, in an infinite, like infinite universe or multiverse, whatever you want to call it, if we're in an infinite existence, then to question it, it's every move, you'll be questioning for infinity. Mm. So what the fuck is the point? Just be it. Okay. Instead of trying to figure it out and learn it and trying to understand it and trying to get on top of it and trying to climb on top of it so you know it, just fucking be it. You look at an animal. You look at you look at a possum climbing a tree. You look at a fucking galah having a good time, just eating on the ground. They don't fucking care. No. They're just happy being a galah for a bit, <laughs> a and galah. then they'll di- and they'll die. <laughs> Some way they'll they'll die, like nature does. Same with us, and we'll probably be something else or nothing at all. Who knows? We we fucking don't know. The point the point mm. I don't think is to know at all. No, you just be. Yeah, just infinitely progressing. That was so free to question infinity. Yeah, just be it. Your mind can't wrap your head around it. I feel like it's just like it's just gonna send you on a bottomless loop of this. I don't know, like jumping in the rabbit hole and not finding anything. You know, you're just constantly in this loop, chasing your tail. And I think exactly a lot of people right, fall yeah. into this trap on the spiritual path. I did. You you know, you're just talking about how you did. I think everyone does. It's, yeah. it's in our nature you to be to. curious and, you know, look for more than what there is. It's like Alan Watts says. He says, like, you know, you chop wood, fetch water, and then you have enlightenment, and then it's chop wood and fetch water. Like, nothing really <laughs> yeah. changes. You're still a human being, and you got to do your <laughs> shit, man. Getting by. You, you are it. You are it. Yes. You are this infinite source, <laughs> so why bother questioning it? Just, just be it. Exactly. That's what I'm um, actually. Oh, the, fuck I, it. That was I, a really good quote. That was good quote, but I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the Hermetic philosophy because they break down of how it's kind of like a foolish errand to try and understand infinity or the all or God yeah. or whatever you want to call it, because you just can't. You're, it's unknowable on its very essence and it's like you can't find god within existence because it's it transcends existence you know you can only yeah. travel through your point of consciousness you can just uh, i like to think like to put it in a sense for like say uh, the belief of like um we're all one thing we're all one we're all a part of god just experiencing um life as a human, a fly, a bug, and it's all working all at the same time, tree, nature, water, other planets, fucking space itself. It's all one big thing just separated Mm. into these different viewpoints of reality. I just kind of like think, fuck, like, if you you play a really sick storyline game, like like GTA or fucking Spider-Man or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You play the whole story for you. You're so amazed at like, or you watch a sick TV series or whatever. It's like, fuck, this is so good. Like, I'm so surprised by that. This is so amazing. And then you go, fuck, I want to, after you beat it, 
you want to go back and play the whole thing again, but you kind of know what's coming. Mm. Oh, I know how the, I know what's going to happen. How good would it be to erase your memory and play it with fresh eyes again? Exactly. It's like, it's exactly. like if life and um, uh, creation or whatever you want to call it was a game and you came in already knowing your last life, your life before that, your life ahead of you, you'll be kind of bored. You'll be like, I know this is going to play out. You, wouldn't you want to come in here and erase your memory and be like, fuck yeah, let, let's let's bring on the surprises. Oh, yeah, and think spoilers. about... Spoilers. Imagine if you had... Yeah, no spoilers, exactly. But imagine coming into <laughs> this life and having all the memory of what's going to happen. So you know the day you're going to die. You know when your parents are going to die. You know exactly yeah. what's going to happen. And then on top of that, you know all your previous lives and previous lives and future lives. It will just be way too yeah. overwhelming. I think you'd lose your mind. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the reason so, why humans need to sleep every night just to have a break. Because we otherwise we'll just <laughs> go crazy. That's so yeah. Infinity is like, overwhelming. That's for sure. Because every time I've you know I wanted to much. chase this experience, I'm like oh what's what's this like to experience infinity? And then I had some really heavy psychedelic trips, which really forced the totality of life onto me and it was it wasn't fun in games you don't think like oh i'm one with the universe it's like no you're one with the fucking universe that includes everything it's just too much man (laughs) (laughs) that's like another person i've heard that says that like people that are like that they're like oh yeah we're all one everything's all love and nature it's great it's wonderful that's all nice and cool fucking good on you but like (laughs) if you want to be enlightened or um, if you want to feel it all, that means to feel all of it. You got to feel the dark. You got to yeah. feel the dark as well. You got to feel the light. It's all the yin yang. It's like no, nah, but it's totally light. Dark doesn't exist. It's like, go outside and fucking cut your finger by accident. Does it hurt? Good. That's pain. Fucking exactly. Go go wandering around the slums of Brazil or something. You know, like actually yeah. see reality in different forms and not just this reality exactly. that we live in. Yeah, man. Fucking. Yeah, and it's so mind blowing. Like, depending on where we're born on this planet and what time, it all determines how you're going to approach this life, what you're going to believe in, and how you experience reality. It's that's why I love traveling so much and seeing like just humans that had a different starting point. It's like you know, go back to playing a video game. It's like before you start, you want to choose your avatar, and it's all got like pros and cons, like. Maybe you want to be a, more of a warrior out there fighting demons on the front lines or you want to be like a magician or a wizard, yeah. or, you know? And Fucking and it's all it's all predetermined. Wizard. It's like, oh, you know what? I've got to choose really shitty parents so that way I can they can harden the fuck up. I can harden up and go on this certain path and then that way I can express this creation. I don't know. It's like I feel <laughs> yeah. like in a way we choose everything before we come in here. You know, you come in here as a kid if you had a rough childhood it kind of sucks going through it, but then afterwards you realize that it was all happening for you. You know what I mean? It was like character building. Like yeah. an origin story on, in superheroes, they all got like fucked up beginnings, you know, in a way. All the best ones do anyway. That's it. Like, like think of, uh, like a, if you're creating a, a fucking, like Stan Lee making Marvel characters, you'd be like, oh, I want to make this kind of hero, but how will I start him off? Like Spider-Man oh, we want him to be relatable and, and stuff, so we'll give him a hard upbringing. He's, like, you know, poor. 
alone. And he's like no struggling alone, yeah. and he's like you know bullied at school and shit. And that's like the default yeah. kind of hero. His, his uncle, like, the, his uncle who he loves very much. We're gonna have to take him away, and it's yeah. gonna suck. But at the same time, it's gonna give him the strength and courage to fill out his prophecy or whatever. Exactly, and he becomes Spider Man. So it's just fucking like. With that that idea, like, hmm, I want to be Spider Man. It's like, all right, but you got to go through like just a bit of an uncomfortable start before you get there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Deal. As long as I get to fucking swing buildings, <laughs> I'll be fucking happy. Exactly. Man, and how you... good would that be? Just. Oh, it's my dream. Always. I'll, I'm always thinking about that shit. Like I'll be sitting in Do a tall building. Do you have actual dreams? Uh, do you have like actual dreams where you were Spider-Man? I've had before. It's been a while. I have actually. I have more like Dragon Ball dreams. I think that's it's more oh, embedded in my consciousness. Yeah. I think the very first time I was like consciously trying to lucid dream, the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, I'm gonna do a Kamehameha wave or something, and I'll be like, ah, <laughs> and then the sh- the dream would start shaking like, like he knows, you know, and they start to get all oh. sus on you and shit. Man, just starts crumbling more and then just before i scream the heart i wake up i'm like damn it it's hard to stay conscious man like when you know you're dreaming because you get like too excited and get giggly you know like oh fuck i can i can fly i can do this yeah travel all these different worlds and like i did that um i woke myself up one of the i still remember that one of the realest dreams i've had of flying was um i was it was like a cloudy day and I was full flying around Mount Warning and it was so real and I saw a cloud, like a big fluffy cloud the size of like like, uh, like, a, like a big boat or something like that, just saw that bit of a body just floating by itself and I thought, fuck yeah, I'm going to power up and fly right through this and I did, I like powered up and went, went right through the cloud oh. and I came out the other side and I was drenched, I was like wet. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, it's a cloud. It's moisture. <laughs> so I was sick. like, fuck, that's so... And I was, like, cold, like, shivering, and my clothes were real wet. But I was, like, real happy, like, holy fuck, that's so real. Like, I'm... How good are the graphics? Fuck, oh, I'm, I'm so good. It's, like, ultra, ultra HD. It's realer than real in, yeah. in some ways. It's, it's weird to and explain. And I woke up. I woke up from that dream, like, yeah. What is real? What How is do it? you define real? <laughs> <laughs> But like this dream was like so real that it woke me up, and then I, I I woke up and it was the exact same time of day that I was flying and the same sort of weather, like it was cloudy. Whoa. And I was like, whoa! It felt like I was just over there, like in real time. So I was like, I always remember that. I always have a lot of cool flying dreams, but the Spider-Man dreams, man. I've had ones where I'm fucking leaping off buildings and fucking having to do that at the right time to fucking uh, hold on to it and the actual fit because you know how I love me rope swing. Yeah. But like I know the feel the physical feeling yeah. of holding a fucking rope and feeling like the weight of your body on your arms and just fucking using the momentum the... to like get bigger swings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'm feeling that fully in my dream, like fucking but like on a big scale to the point where I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Like fucking God, off the biggest building. You are just it. Fucking, it's just yeah, Alan Watts narrating nice. in the background. <laughs> yeah. You are it. You are it. Yes, man. It's actually because <laughs> I've just realised that the last time we did a podcast was before 
the last episode of the Big Les show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah it so was too, wasn't it? It was actually a while ago. End of an era. I watched the last episode in Chile with my mate who introduced me to the Big Les show, so it was really cool. And I loved, Perfect. spoiler alert, how Big Les goes Super Saiyan. That was a nice touch. <laughs> but the fucking... That fucking thing that Goku does. Is it Goku? Goku does. He just fucking... It's just that look with the neck fold. Just... Your fucks can't. Yeah, exactly. Say. When the face says it all, it's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You're, you're done. The dead eyes. Just... Fucking come on, cunt. Let's go. Go on. <laughs> that was so fun to make. I really I really wanted to make that, that fight scene, like, real... Um, real intense but like it took so long to animate that oh, i was like oh fuck i'll just throw in a couple of punches here couldn't it took imagine. so long how long would dragon ball z take to animate oh ridiculous oh. right so i'm really watching it hold. now and it's like pff, they they wrote like raised the bar in terms of fighting not even just in anime oh. i feel like just in tv and movies like nothing is as epic as a dragon ball z fight you know what i mean you watch that and it's just like you know when you <laughs> In mind as a kid like going like full skits like with power or something if you had powers and you're just imagining dragon ball z fight just fucking oh, the best. like a teacher you hate or something you just imagine fuck i love to like do some dragon ball z shit to that <laughs> or have you seen that kid online he, he... <laughs> it's like have you seen this kid on YouTube? He, he like makes a video and he like really believes that he can go Super Saiyan and he just like, he just really commits to it and just, and then he like takes uh, off time, his shirt this and time. shit. This time. Just wait, 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 wait. It's going to happen this time, I promise. Do you think well, man, that, when I was younger. Do you think that humans could evolve to gonna... that state? Fucking. Maybe not in our lifetime, obviously, but I'm, ta- I'm talking like millions of years. Well, that, that was like, when I first had the Kundalini experience, that felt like going Super Saiyan almost, like in a sense. But um, I remember having all these thoughts after it, and I, a lot of it was um, deception because I was just busted open and ready to believe anything because I was just introduced to magic for the first time. So yeah, I believed yeah. anything magic related. Of course. So when I thought of, um, fuck, like... Imagine the future if we all fucking got on board of this. We could probably turn into Super Saiyans and shit. And I was full thinking that, like, oh, fuck, we can probably fly and shit. We can, like, you know, cunts that know how to do telekinesis and make mm. shit hover. Like, I was thinking that kind of stuff, like the movie um, Chronicle. Have you seen that? No. Is that good? It's, bit, uh, it's kind of weird, but I really like the bits where they, like, there's just these three dudes that um, get telekinesis powers and they're just like all learning how to fly and, and it's all home video film so it's like really cool but then it just gets weird because one of them turns evil and it's just like hmm. it's pretty good but I, I just like the flying part where it's just like they're flying and kicking the footy in the clouds and shit it's like fuck I'll be going that shit so much because well who knows like how we would evolve eventually you know what I mean like, well, well, we I, think that humans are the pinnacle of evolution but if you look at as above, so below, there was always going to be an infinite progression and there's high dimensions that we don't even, we can't even measure yet. Who knows? Yeah, we're probably so behind on what the goal is. Like, 
you know how this is this is how I think. You know how like um a tree, like a big redwood type of tree, um comes from a specific seed, mm. and that seed has a blueprint and it knows what it's going to become. And um, halfway through its process, where it's just a little sprout, when it's yet to turn into a huge fucking redwood in Canada or whatever, it's just destined to be that. It's not going to turn into a gum tree or anything like that. It's destined. It's blueprinted. When it's like a sprout, it's probably thinking, huh, I'm done. Like, this is my evolution. I'm old enough. I can stop here. This is where I'm going to be. But it's still got so much more to go to become what it's destined to become, what it's blueprinted into it. Maybe we're at that stage in evolution, maybe. We probably mm. think we're superior, but really we're just sprouting. Like just breaking be... through the dirt, like that yeah. level between the dirt and the light, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, it's like you... Uh, cause who knows? You've told me that analogy, actually, when we tripped on... Before we tripped on mushrooms uh, a while ago. We can talk oh, about yeah, that. And I, I always remember that of how, like, even when the blueprint gets sent to this seed to grow into this tree, even all the roots and the way it moves, it like goes all these different paths, like not, 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 not. And then it calculating. Yeah. It's all calculating. And then, and you think it's, I don't know. It's like, uh, I, I think of it as human beings and how we make mistakes or go to the darkness and we think it's an, a mistake, but really it's just like, no, no, no. We just, you're going on this path. So, you know, it doesn't work. And then you can be rooted in reality so that you can be strong enough for that tree to grow, you know what I mean? It's like Carl Jung says, for you, to, for a it's tree exactly. to reach heaven, its roots must go towards hell, you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember reading that quote and I was just like, or maybe, I think you told me it when I was telling you that um, analogy, yeah. or whatever you want, a metaphor or whatever. I think you told me that and I was just like, oh, like it hit me like, oh my God, that's and, so And you related sick. that to Endgame, actually, if I remember correctly, because you said, there is only one path. There's only one path that actually makes it. All those yeah. branches kind of represents different timelines or things that could happen, but you know it doesn't work. It's a dead end. So you got to yeah. keep going up the path until you find the one that actually sprouts. The fucking main and, stem. And there is only that one reality. And there was like Endgame. There was only one possible reality in which they make it. It's so of crazy. all the millions, you know. And I kind of think of that as like life, you know. And when I'm well, at least when I'm aligned to that sort of thinking life becomes a lot better instead of just this meaningless thing yeah yeah fuck man we we man i just yeah i'm realizing how much time there's been between since the last podcast there's been so many sick movies and shit coming out you've gone traveling i've gone traveling yeah heaps of, a lot has happened man it's like because we're gonna record happened. for those listening at home me and jared and kai were gonna meet up like the other day before this whole outbreak <laughs> happened and now we can't we physically can't fly to each other so yeah quarantine style potty so we're doing it quarantine this way. quarantine 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 <laughs> content quality quarantine <laughs> yeah the fucking borders closed i tried to go to d-bar today and i couldn't uh, get there oh so you can't even drive to a different state is that what you're telling me yeah oh shit There's- Roadblocks. Damn. Whole next level. Like it, there wasn't any roadblocks the other day. We were able to go to D-Bar and just fucking chill there. But hmm. we just tried to go like literally an hour ago. And um, yeah, we, we got told to turn around. 
Damn. Otherwise, you have to line up at a big RBT-style checkpoint to see if what's your reason of coming into Queensland and shit. Because for people that don't know, I live right on the fucking border of Queensland and New South Wales, and our town is oh. sitting on the border. So, like, the surfy part of town is Queensland. Where so Kai I, lives. I go to Queen- yeah. I go so, you, to so you can't see Kai right now if you wanted to. I, I probably... I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Maybe he can walk to me. Okay. But I really don't know what I fuck, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> eh? Like, like I, I'm I getting know. told we're on lockdown and we're not allowed to go outside. I haven't been outside for two days. Me and my missus had bought a bought a blow up pool and shit, trying to make their own fun in the backyard. And then we went out today and everyone's out. Everyone's doing shit. Mm. Like everyone's going for a surf or going for a swim. Everyone's in like doing stuff in boats. There's heaps of people at the mall. They're all probably shopping because they're allowed, but like... Yeah, I not everyone's taking this seriously. Yeah. It's like... Nah. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a pandemic, people, not a holiday. Everyone's out. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people with masks and shit, so that's kind of eerie. You're mm. just like going like... It's kind of weird. Apocalyptic. Like well, it's just funny how I got this... I came prepared for this pandemic. I was talking... Hang on, just getting my mask... I got. I actually got this in in Chile from a street vendor. Oh, is that from the when you were getting tear gas? Yeah, and I, shit? Bought, I bought it from like some rider who just set up shop. Of course, capitalized the moment, and he just brings out a rag and has like uh, gas masks. Yeah, exactly, eye masks as well. And he's like, and then yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> and then our lady tries to sell me cocaine. I'm good, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty Just crazy, going down to Coles. <laughs> just going down to Coles to get me some uh, rice and some baked beans. <laughs> just uh, just stocking up because uh, we're in the bucking apocalypse, mate. We're going to stock up. We're going to stock up on the old uh, baked beans and the what are they, chickpeas are really good this time of year. Chickpeas. Yeah. You might want to get some. Uh, the, say no, the bog roll. Bog roll's gone. Got to be careful. Gotta gotta, go gotta out have your and wipe your ass with a bunch of leaves, mate. I tell you what, we'll go for a swim. <laughs> the only option at this point, hand sanitizer, out of the question. You fucking go wash your hands in the mud and you fucking dump them in the water. Exfoliate, mate. Exfoliate. Got to wear your gloves, man. Got to be careful. Nah, mate, you just, you just fuck the gloves. You just fucking get a lighter, get it all magnified and just burn those jams right off. <laughs> just a bit of heat, not too much. And get them right off, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> fuck yeah, but Exactly. It's pretty that's much how it is, man. That's... Like you go outside, and it's like it seems like an. It's just it's just weird, man. Weird times that we live in, and we just had these bushfires happening. So, I just came back well, from you know Peru I... and shit. So it's just been a crazy year. So, you know what I want to comment on that? I don't, I, okay, before I comment on this, I have no idea how it works or anything. But just from from someone who's watching shit going on and having no idea how the government shit works or anything. But, like, my confusion is when the fires were going on, everyone was donating. The government weren't really putting in shit. Hmm. Then this pandemic happens literally months after, and they're willing to give billions of dollars to help. Hmm. Where was that fucking money during the fires? Question. Hmm. You know? Like Who knows? Maybe from their perspective it could be because it's a worldwide out. problem. I don't know. I don't know. 
I haven't. Been, I've been keeping up like, with the news at all, so I'm like really ignorant on this whole thing. That's my only question. I'm trying to keep Where calm as a cucumber. <laughs> I know Thor had to help. <laughs> yeah, I know, Thor had to step in with his fucking Mjolnir or um, what's it? Thun, thun, fucking Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking, because he actually did. He brought the storms. So all the rain came and fucking washed it away. We had so much storm activity. (laughs) This way, it actually gave us gave birth to a lot of mushrooms, like a fuckload of mushrooms. Yeah, biggest biggest season I've seen in a long time. Same with Kai; he's been full on loving it, documenting it. Back back when there was storms, that was like a month ago. Yeah, it's interesting points on where we all are on the journey. Like Kai, I'm not going to comment too much because I'd rather just Mm. ask him and interview him, but. He just finished his psychedelic journey, at least for now, so. Yeah, we'll, we were talking about that. We should do a three-way start yeah, one I'll, time. Yeah, 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 exactly. If this thing, like, lasts for longer than it should, then we'll just do it on Skype. Otherwise, we'll, I'll fly over as soon as I can. If you were to fly over, I'm pretty sure you can fly to Ballina. Okay. Because um, if you fly to Gold Coast, that's just over the border. So, like, if you came... I don't know how it works. I think... If you came here, you'll have to be quarantined for two weeks or something. But if you... Even domestically. I know that's the rule if you fly in from another country. Something like... I just made the cutoff. For people that don't know, I've been in America. And before that, I was in Spain and France. Just as it was breaking out. Like, it was just breaking out in Milan. Yeah. And Italy. Like, just oh, as I was so in France. Close. So that's close. So close. Scary. Like, yeah. I was um, I was working with Quicksilver. I was making like a little animation thing for them, and they they set me up in this sick house on this like farm, like not a farm but like a big open hillage space, and it's right on the border of Spain and France. So I was in um, fuck, I forgot the town, but it was near Biarritz, which is a fucking lovely place, and uh, fucking there was a guy staying at the house briefly just for a couple of days. We were there for two weeks. But it's like a big share house that all these artists and surfers go stay at. And this guy, he was he was about to go to Milan in Italy. And then he's just like gets a call when I was there just saying like uh, the hotels and shit. They're just um, they're saying you can't come to Italy right now because it's getting a bit too full on. We're not we're not taking in any guests. So he had to go somewhere else. He had to go to Rome. So we're just like, fuck, is it really that bad? This whole fucking coronavirus thing. I thought it was just going to blow up. Hey, yeah, I didn't think it was a big deal. It's getting real fucking skits Mm. over there in Italy. Yeah, yeah, I was really, really underestimated. Like as you do when something starts, you're like, ah, this will blow over. But in this case, and then so we left France, and then we had to drive an hour into Spain to fly Spain to fucking Germany to Germany to LA. It was the biggest stopover, but it was cool because we got to see a lot. But um, so it was like like a mushroom cloud of an explosion of fucking this coronavirus coming earlier. We're just leaving as it's fucking oh. happening. Like the scene in Independence Day when they fucking got into the Air Force <laughs> One plane and they're just leaving, like, just feeling the explosion of the mothership. Uh, just but, escaping um, the blast, yeah. Yeah, and then we're in America for about a week in LA. And then as we just left that... Um, we're getting told while we're there, like, fuck yeah, um, Europe like, full clothes in their airports and shit, you can't go back there. And then we're just like, fuck, we haven't been watching the news while we're over there, we're completely oblivious. And then we left America, 
And then when we got home, and we, we, were, we were all safe about it. We fucking hand, sanitized our hands. We wore masks at one point through um, Singapore and shit when we had to stop over there. And so all real, like, fucking don't touch me, can't coronavirus kind of like in the airports because that's where everyone's all that's where it's all coming from yeah that's when the and people are most paranoid yeah yeah and there's cunts in there that are fucking like just walking and just coughing and not covering their mouth so it's just oh, like God. i saw like an old lady just walking around people. just going <laughs> i was like fucking get out of here slowly back away yeah but we just got back to australia and then eight hours later like that night or the following day that's when they made the cutoff and said if you're coming into the country you got to go two weeks quarantine so my other two mates that were in america that came home like a couple of days after us had to go in two weeks quarantine like not leave their house at all and we're all good by the way because my my girlfriend she was going to go back to Sydney um, to see her nephew for, for his birthday. And her mum has, um, like, heart problems. Oh, so, shit. yeah, so oh, she yeah. wanted to play it real safe. So we went to the hospital. We got – oh, she got tested. Um, the lady came up to me. She was, like, a full in big suit and everything and a big fucking mask and a welder's helmet and shit. Come up like <laughs> – do you need to be tested? Do you need to be? Do, should you be? Where did you come from? I was like, oh, I was I was overseas with her. Like we, we were together throughout the whole thing. He's like, okay, so you don't need to be tested. Uh, we'll test her. If she's positive. You'll obviously be positive. But if she's negative, you'll be negative. I was like, yeah, fucking oh. sweet. Don't touch me. Coronavirus. But it was like real weird because like we were the first ones there in Tweed Hospital when they just opened the testing and there was people there that had masks and shit. And there was a chick there that we're talking to a good fucking distance away. And she's like, where did you travel to? We're like, oh, yeah, America and that. And she, we go, where did you go? And she goes, Italy. It's like, oh, are you feeling symptoms? And she just looked at me like, yeah, I'm feeling symptoms. And she had a mask and shit. I was just like. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. So we're just like, oh, get the fuck out of there. But, um, yeah, she came back. My girlfriend came back negative. So um, she can go home and stuff. But, like, yeah, it's pretty – and just, yeah, we got back just in the right nick of time. Like, otherwise, fucking, I'll probably still be in quarantine now or just getting out of it because it was two weeks ago or two and a half weeks ago we got back. Yeah, so people... it's pretty fucking – People, Full on. people started taking it a lot more seriously, like, oh, when did I get a Chile? I think end of January, I remember going to Chile from Peru and all the security guards are already wearing masks and shit. I'm like, what the fuck happened while yeah. I was gone? And yeah. I think they had, I think Chile had like two cases and I think Australia at that point was zero or maybe even just one or two. So it was like, oh, okay, it's yeah. just one, two, no big deal. Yeah. Neck minute, now, fucking yeah. million plus. They bring in those fucking cruise ships or whatever happened there. I don't, I don't really know, but like apparently there's a big cruise ship full of them. But um, I thought like to be honest, I thought it was gonna be a lot more skits in um in America airports. I fully thought it was gonna be like military, just like like I am Legend, like where they got the fucking scanner. Like, oh, yeah. she's she's infected. 
Check around the back. Like, no, no, I'm not infected. Like, fucking, like, I thought it was going to be real skits, yeah. you know, like. Like Last of Us, have you I, played that? Yeah. I played the first one, sort of recently. Like, the first half, like, quarter of it. But, um, yeah, fuck it. it they didn't seem to be that cracked down on it when I was going through all the airports. I thought it was good. Oh, we were getting real paranoid because Denny, like, she gets a like, hay fever every now and again. Mm. So she'll start sneezing and, like, have a, have the sniffles because there's heaps of dust in the air. People are probably looking at her like, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, it's like paranoid, like, fuck, what if they, like, see that we've got the sniffles and then, and just be like, oh, stop there. You got, you got the fucking, was that a sniff? Was that a sniffle? You motherfucker, coming out back here. Put you in a tent, like, three weeks, take you to Christmas Island. But, um, yeah, we're it's pretty paranoid. Shit. You don't want to copy we just public. went right through. People will scold you. Yeah, nah. It's like, it's the new, um, it's like you can't. Piss on the street or whatever. It's like that now. We can't spit. I'm just yeah. gonna get me goon goon sack out. <laughs> oh man, that get, takes me back. Get me fucking goon, mate. The old uh, passion pot. For those who are uneducated on what goon is, it's that a bag of wine. Bag of wine? Yeah. Nah, this is actually water. Jared's <laughs> <laughs> just getting fucked up right now. <laughs> That's a nice looking wine bottle. Yeah, it's very good. clean. Make it look like water. I see what they're doing. Smart marketing. I know. I know it's probably silly of me to. I can just drink tap water, but like, I don't. A lot of people are weird. Like I used to say, I don't like to drink tap water because like of all the shit that's in it. Yeah, like fluoride and, it, and chloride yeah. and all the chemicals and shit. Yeah. I don't know what's in it, what it could do. Yeah, and then, but now I just say, I just generally don't like the taste of tap water. Like, fucking who's down there underneath your house cleaning your pipes? Oh. You know, like. Who knows what's in you there? Don't know what's in the nah. fucking and the ta- you and don't like... like the taste anymore. I'm the same. I haven't drank tap water in like eight years. Maybe I've had like two cups in the span of then when I was like on the brink of dehydration. That was my only option. Yeah. <laughs> or just make a coffee with one. Just fuck it. Just make a coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but, um... tap water every now and again with tea. Like I'm not a Nazi about it, but generally speaking, I won't yeah, touch so... tap water. It's more just like... I just don't yeah. trust it. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. What, I remember what? actually got shopping for bottled water and then yeah. this Bogan guy just walks up to me and he's like, you know, it comes free in the tap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. I must yeah, be silly, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I didn't get the memo. I haven't had that, that sir, but I think I've probably got a few... Oh, no, I've had... Yeah, so it's usually the older generation. like, you know, you can just bloody get that from the tap, yeah. Yeah, no, but the tap's great. What, what, what water do you? What water do you drink? That what you're drinking, puree. It's good shit, eh? Yeah, it's really good. I like it that it doesn't come in like a plastic bottle, so that adds the adds to yeah. the taste. You can reuse these too. You just fill them right up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like speaking before about that mushroom trip that we did, because that yeah. was the first mushroom trip I had in three years. Uh, oh really? Such a long time, yeah. Because I I had like a rough experience because I did it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever overdosed from mushrooms before, and I don't mean physically overdose where you die, but I'm just like, you took way too much and it became too overwhelming, and you're like, all right, I just gotta survive for the next few hours, you know? It's like an ordeal. Oh, this is an ordeal now. Fuck. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> s- 
Yeah, yeah, you're just like hanging on by a thread with your sanity and you're like, fuck, am I going to come out of this? They're the worst feelings. Like, like I really <laughs> yeah. did it this time. I'm a fucking... I thought I'd been in, you know, muddy water before, but this time, this is it. I'm done. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my life ends. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I've had um pretty intense moments. I don't. I think it was LSD maybe that I've like I've curled up in bed and actually accepted I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this is it. Should I message everyone? Nah. <laughs> I probably won't die. But like you wait until that moment. Yeah, I might uh, though. I might have to do that. I have to leave a note or something. I can't just leave this dimension <laughs> without those, saying anything. Those thoughts were there. I was like, fuck, should I do it? And I curled up in bed. And I was like, this could be it. I could have fucked something up. This could be <laughs> fucking real shit. And I, but I was like, just at least I'm in my bed. I'll just, it would just, I probably did die. And this is just a dream. Could <laughs> I'm be. probably still dreaming. Uh, I've had times where I had to like call my girlfriend. I felt like such a... I don't know, a, a wimp maybe, like, oh, look at me, like, I'm a, I'm a grown man basically crying that's, and just want it, what, want it to stop, you know, have that's to ask the, for help. That's the, like, although in that point in the psychedelics where it, like, defeats you, that's, like, the most part, that's the most uh, educational part, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Where it, like, shows you what your limits are. Like, I remember... That mushroom trip that I was telling you about, how that fucking thing came out the wall and started trying to talk to me and nearly tricked me. I don't know what I was. But after that, I was sitting in this room right now because I'm back at my dad's. Um, so I was, I went to the toilet, like to just fucking, I, I was, as I was, it was middle of winter and I was fucking, uh, the shroom just hit me so hard during that experience where like, I was like taking all my clothes off because I was just sweating yeah and I, I thought fuck, I'm gonna probably shit myself I need to go <laughs> sit on the toilet because I don't know like I'll probably they're the worst happen, ones but... where you don't yeah. know if you're gonna shit but you just have that it could happen like that's how fucked it up you are happen. right now yeah like you have no control over your physical so I had to sit I didn't shit myself but I sat on there and then I thought now fuck that I'll come inside I'll come into my bedroom I'll um I'll put on a you know a TV show that I'm comfortable with like How I Met Your Mother with like laughing audio and shit it just makes me comfortable feeling like there's more people in the room mm. and um I was sitting on the bed and just thinking before that experience I was real um what's the word like real new to the the spiritual and trippy side where I was like fucking I can handle anything fuck yeah bring yeah, it all yeah. on bring bring everything at me I, I can handle this like the I'm ar arrogance it's like the the hero's arrogant. journey every every hero goes through it. it's like Thor in the first movie he's like super arrogant he thinks he's top shit he can handle this stuff until life yeah. beats him down to a pulp and it's like oh shit I better respect You're this I ain't shit 100%. compared to these higher levels you know hundred percent like imagine I, the... I, I always think of like as above, so below, trying to relate it to a life form lower than us. Like, imagine if a spider just came into a human house, like, yeah, I can fucking handle these. Nah, these humans aren't shit. Yeah. When really, we're like behemoth giants that could literally squash them just like that, you know? Exactly. They're That's in our realm, whereas in this psychedelic place, it's like we're playing by their... I don't know who they are, 
but yeah, it's definitely something other than just us, you know. Hundred percent, man. Like they, that's where I think where they, the whole sense of the killing your ego, because your your spiritual ego is like fuck yeah, I can take on anything. I can take as many psychedelics as I want. I'm fucking, I'm powerful. I'm fucking so good and up there. I'm enlightened. Fuck yeah, I can handle it. Hmm. But then you get put on your ass and I was sitting there after that experience because I was inviting beings to come talk to me. I was inviting that shit Mm. until something dark came and talked to me and I was like actually so scared, like actually fucking frightened and terrifying. the whole story. Yeah. yeah, And I've had like the, the light beings come down and fucking protect me and shield me from this cunt. And that was so intense to see happen. I was like, holy fuck, I shouldn't be messing around with this shit. Mm. And I came back and sat on my bed right where I am now and just thinking, like, I'm not ready. It's, it's like Dr. Strange, I was ready dude, mentally. with the dark dimension. 100%. Like, you're not ready. Like, you, you think you're ready, and then it will show you, like, you've still got a fucking long way to go. Yeah. You can't just skip these lessons. You can't go to seventh grade and then just go to 12th grade yeah yeah yeah. just go to the cool. everything like, is one i am god and then just skip yeah. all these levels it's like you're still an organic human person yeah living a relative but experience at, you know so at the, at the same time what we we're talking about before that is with like everyone we've gone through that uh uh arrogance we're like that part of the journey is the journey yeah you have to go through that Oh, I was saying it to Kai as well. It's like the whole m- moth and the cocoon analogy in nature. The mo- moth is like starts off as like a slug looking fucking caterpillar thing or a butterfly or whatever. Starts off as a caterpillar, has an idea what it wants to be. He goes, fuck yeah, I'm going to be that. I'm going to create a cocoon for myself and completely block myself off from everything strengthen myself and I'm going to fucking stay in here until I'm strong enough to break out Mm. and it has to break out of that cocoon and then it becomes the butterfly and has to fly and stuff it's like during that deception part is like you make the cocoon you shut yourself off you go fuck it this is this is it I'm done like I'm just gonna be a butterfly it's like no you gotta fucking literally decompose in that fucking yeah. thing you gotta fucking be strong enough to be able to break out of it in the first place before you'd be able to re- be rewarded with wings exactly and like, the analogy on lost where one of the characters like says i can get this cocoon i can get my knife and make the hole a bit bigger so it will be easier for it to break out but if i did that moth itself way too weak to survive on its own it needs to build its own strength yeah, mm. to get out on its own. Like if we, if during the process of like, I know spiritual awakening or whatever you want to call it, going through that deception and arrogance stage, if someone were to step in and help you and go like, don't be arrogant, don't fuck with this stuff because it will fuck you up. It's not like you got to take that information. And go, hmm, you're right. Maybe I won't. Thank you. I'm gonna head on and continue my journey now <laughs> that you've shown me. You've shown me the way. You'll be too weak to continue you have to go through that um your own deception that you created for yourself and then you got to break out of that yourself mm. and, and to like, go through stages and cycles like you're talking oh, about ste- stepping it's in this cocoon it's almost like we're going through a collective cocoon right now we're all 
being in isolation, social distancing, spending yeah. more time by ourselves. And sometimes it's important, like, you know, again, we go back to the, oh, everything is one, everything is connected. But when you're being too open with everything in life, that can bite you in the ass, things can slip in. And sometimes you may even, like, you look back and you're like, fuck, I was like a puppet. I was like an unconscious puppet getting controlled by this thing. Yeah. And I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. And in some cases, it's important to build boundaries and walls. It's like, yeah. for a garden to grow, you need to build a fence around it so that way the coyotes yeah. and animals don't fuck with it so sometimes boundaries and separation is a good thing it's not black mm. or white but it's always it's not always good to be open and have zero boundaries and oh everything is one so therefore i should just invite everything in yeah. that's Which the universe yeah the totality of the universe is so overwhelming it's fucking too pretty much fucking, pretty fucking skits, mate. pretty crazy yeah <laughs> and even like you know we're talking Something about this psychedelic journey and i'm like i feel like these days i'm doing it less and less and less as time goes on and who knows maybe there would be a point where i just hang up the phone i've thought i've gone through that stage before but i had to kind of reconnect because i didn't want to just leave the psychedelic realm just like scared or traumatized you know what i mean i wanted to like fix some shit that some healing that needs to be done but yeah, you want closure before you. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll always be there, like Jumanji. The... Exactly. <laughs> you've opened the door, right? So now you've got to, like, seal that shit. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> Avengers, man. The first Avengers, when they're, like, opening the portal with the Tesseract. And yeah. then Hawkeye, he says, uh, doors can be opened both ways. You know, just something, just a little line like that, but it's so profound and relates to just spirituality, psychedelics, this whole world of going into a different dimension like you think that you're looking through a window at other beings but you're also opening and inviting that world to you and if you don't know how to handle that something can slip in you don't know yeah. you don't know because it's not like yeah everything uh, is in your mind but i don't know that you can reduce that to everything it doesn't really mean anything let some sun in light. Ooh. <laughs> And dad and Matt are just out there, just fucking having a talk. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was law mowing the lawn and shit before. It was like, <laughs> but you couldn't really hear it. So that's good. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. But where where mom, are you at? Anywhere, like where are you at with your whole psychedelic journey? Like, are you are you tripping? Do you plan on going back? Like, what are your thoughts about uh, this world, this kind of work now versus how you approached it in the past? You know. It's, I guess I've kind of like taken a step back, like a big step back. Mm. I don't know when that began, when I kind of started to get a bit, um, I don't know, it's like, like I said at the start, I was full, full into it, full diving in as deep as I can go until I got frightened that time. Mm. So I actually went, oh shit, this really is real and I'm fucking with it. I shouldn't be fucking touching with it when kind of I was 80% like, Ah, it's all fucking sick and and all that. And twenty percent was like, I don't know if it's really real until it actually faces you mm. and goes like, "Fucking hello, how you going?" It's <laughs> like, oh shit, like alarms going off. Like, like you, fuck, you, like, you feel the warm breath of Satan behind your shoulder, like that kind of presence. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, this is real. Feel the feel the devil's hot breath on the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Smells all what, fucked up and shit. Like, that's, that's what. That was what like my motorbike, <laughs> when I got my motorbike license, that's what my motorbike teacher used to say. So 
look, mate, you, you go, you're driving around in your motorbike and you go too fast around a corner, you come too, you, your head's over the white line and you get clopped by a fucking truck coming around, that's when it all goes dark, mate. <laughs> and you feel nothing but the devil's hot breath Fuck. in the back of your neck. Oh, <laughs> and we, that's we, mate, we're just imagining... <laughs> We're just imagining, like, the scenario is just... Oh! <laughs> 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 Happened so quick. He gets into position and shit, like... <sighs> Instantly, just everything goes black, you're like... <sighs> <laughs> no, that's but... it. <laughs> to answer your question, fucking, um... God, I don't know where I am. Right now, I guess I'm kind of just chilling i'm just being the observer i'm not trying to go deep into anything mm. I'm not trying to um i'm really trying not to because when i first uh was going through it i, I was desperate to tell people and mm. go like you need to see this as well or you need to experience this as well uh, um but i feel like that all that was is just completely pointless because everyone finds their own time to do it you can't um, force it upon others, which I, which is what I really tried to do when I was really arrogant about it. Mm. I was trying to get all my mates onto it, and I kind of pushed them away because of it. Mm. And um, like they're all sweet, like everything's all sweet now. But like back then, like I was really pushy because I didn't want to go through it alone. And because um, and then I like learned you have to do it alone, and I was just afraid of that, I guess. So nowadays, I guess I'm just like, fuck, I don't know, I'm just, just a silent observer. Like, mm. I haven't really had that many experiences. Just the little things every now and again, like like something mystical would happen and it would just be a little reminder saying, like, this world's still here, it can still see you, you can mm. still connect with it, but you don't have to. Like, I don't have feel the need to full-on fucking put on me fucking scuba suit and go right into it no, no, and no. try to figure out answers, try fucking try call upon UFOs or try try connect with ETs or anything, which is when that first started happening, I was just focused on looking up at the sky all the time and instead of looking down here and focusing on me when, like... Um, even though they're, they're fucking something's going on up there, and I've like had those hectic experiences. Now they're just nothing but a memory. Mm. Even this, even the skits UFO we saw, like that was hectic for me because that was the first time I had like witnesses and seeing a proper metallic daytime craft. And then that night we saw the flashing lights in the sky. Crazy. That was just like. And you made an episode on that, or based yeah. on that. Yeah, Mike what? Nolan. If for anyone. If anyone, yeah, if anyone who doesn't know, if, if you watched the podcast before this, oh, wait, we don't talk about that sighting in the last podcast because we saw it after the podcast. Exactly, yeah. So we haven't really talked about it. But um, for anyone who hasn't seen either, um, so after the podcast before this one, uh, we, we saw like a metallic craft. We don't know what it was. It's a UFO. It's unidentified. We don't know. We fucking don't know. But, um, <laughs> we, we all saw it. It was fucking By there, definition, was. we don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then uh, we got on with the podcast. And then after the podcast, we went for a drive up to um, D-Bar Hill. Me and you smoked a doobskin. 
But Kai didn't. Kai was staying sober because he was staying sober for years, so he was just like completely sober. Yeah. And we're just looking up at the stars, saw a couple of satellites, if they were. Fucking who knows? We're not up there. But um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all these lights just started blinking and just fucking flashing. And we're all just trying to think, what could this be? Could it be a big cluster of metallic exploded satellite that's just passing through right now? But like. Some of the lights were flashing in the exact same spot. And I've seen these flashing lights before, but only one at a time, not fucking 15 that mm. were just flashing everywhere. It was crazy, so that man. Was like, it was like, had its own rhythm to it and stuff. Yeah, it was really, uh, it's so it's so hard to re-remember exactly what it was, but like, it was so, and I remember Kai saying, like you and me were going, is this really happening? And Kai's like, it definitely is, I'm st- stone cold sober <laughs> and he was filming it he's got it filmed somewhere and um i was like jumping up and down going fucking abduct us take us fucking take us up there guys like how funny would it be if i did the the video journal up there just did this shit just like so here we are just on the motherboard yeah on the motherboard. this is uh i don't know who these guys are but it looks like a but, fetus um, growing it's up, like, in up it's like gym. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like that day that day, when we saw the metal craft, we saw, and I'll, you and I were completely sober. I didn't smoke anything that day. I was completely no, no, sober. No, no, we were clean at that stage, yeah. And I didn't even want to have, like, coffee during the podcast because that was making me too, like, hyper. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I had, like, a couple of sips of the coffee and everything. So I was trying to stay so sober, so I was clear-minded, and then that fucking happened. And, broad um, daylight. Broad, broad daylight. daylight. As, like, and on top of that, this was during you drawing the the entity that yeah. you saw during the Changa that's trip. Right. And that's what really made it interesting because that's like how magic works in a lot of ways or, Some you know, them. just putting your intention <laughs> into it, putting drawing a symbol, you're opening up a portal, inviting it. Yeah. Of course, of course it came. Thinking about them. And yeah. then like, yeah, as I was drawing and telling you about what I saw at the end of my bed and just like looked up and it was the first thing my eyes met, like looking out the crack of the window and then I tried to look more and... I was just staring at it and I was just so happy or mm. just calm. I wasn't like, oh, but like when I first saw it, I was just like so calm. But I got like, we're all oh, like, fuck it, someone find a camera. We need to find a camera with Zoom. But none of us had a camera with the Zooming I thing. I know, we, I know. It's just like so typical of like when you see something sick and you can't really, you just got to look at it. And the footage and, is blurry and it's like a dot. It's like, it's right there. Yeah. Look at it. <laughs> Yeah, but, no one's good. Eh? Yeah. Hadn't had a bloody cicada. <laughs> no. Fuck. So, like, that, it was like that, um, that day was like the climax of all the sightings that I've seen in the span of that two years leading up to then. Mm. It was like that was the finale. That mm. was the last one for a while. And I saw something else a week after that. After a um, machine head, I saw a machine head with my girlfriend in Sydney, and we saw something the day after. But like, I don't know what that was. It could have been anything. It was just like these two shiny metal-looking balls just cruising. They could have been balloons. I fucking I don't know. We weren't we weren't up there. <laughs> but um, yeah. But uh, since then, there's been no real hectic activity. At least nothing that matches that intensity of um activity in the sky that you see with everyone so yeah. it was almost like 
that was like the finale of it for a while and it kind of taught me to look more down here because after that I kept looking up, I kept wanting to see more, show me more, show me more, show me more, 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 more. And then I realised, fuck, I'm just just never going to be convinced until I keep seeing more. And even if I do see stuff on a daily basis i still wouldn't be convinced so what's the point yeah it's just gonna so instead of like the end of time yeah yeah it'd be like all right now that you show me the shit show me on board all right now that you've shown me on board show me your planet now you've shown me my planet show me more mm. it'll just be like where does that stop like you just gotta so i just kind of took it as like maybe they're purposely not showing themselves anymore that was the finale like fireworks going that's it for a while show's over folks yeah. Now you know something's going on here. We want your focus to be down here. Pretty good not... finale, though. Fucking oh, fucking amazing finale. It was so blew... and that was my first UFO experience. That's that, that what was made it so sick. Fucking mind blown, dude. That was the because like to see your reaction and Kai's reaction. That was like the best part. To like see like the cherry on top. <laughs> Once I was like, holy, f-. yeah, it was just like fuck, I'm not seeing these just by myself anymore. Like, So I, it's not just me telling someone and going, fucking this is what I saw. You need someone to be there and to have you and Kai there that are like, like-minded but like he's both like sceptical and like you, you need to see it for yourself. Mm, mm. And then you saw it in front of me with it, all of us together and it just made it um, just so special that like you don't fucking need to prove it to anyone else. You don't need to try convince yeah, anyone it's that proving members or friends that, you, yeah it's that proving that's what what can really f- fuck your mind up it's like with psychedelics for example like that's why i've stopped like i still talk about psychedelics but i say it from more of a this is what i experienced the, you can interpret it, it however you want to interpret it exactly. but I, i'm no longer trying to be like the middleman of the psychedelic gods and bringing this to humanity because it's yeah. i don't know what i'm tapping into what happened if i'm wrong what happened if i'm tapping into let's say not so truthful sides of these things and then i'm deceiving everyone i kind of have that there's like this extra karma like the, it, it's heavier when you tell lies to a big oops to a big audience you know what i mean <laughs> Fucking, oops it's too much power but, <laughs> but you know what i mean like it's it's like being a teacher or going i don't even i'm not i don't call myself a teacher but just saying it as a reference of like trying to teach people you have a lot of extra weight on you and then if you yeah. bring in people to a deceived side then you can get i don't know i feel like the blowback is much greater so i'm always careful of what i'm saying or and as well man i'm still like just a noob i'm a beginner when it comes to this yeah. spirituality psychedelic stuff i don't know I'm, I, I'm still trying to figure it out i don't understand these things Neither. can it's i understand these things be- I is it big grey beards and shit? Yeah, exactly. We're still babies, man. But what, it... what was that? What? <laughs> yeah, we're only fuck, yeah, fucking just starting out. Like, we haven't even got our greys yet. Like, we can't even. We're still on the origin story. Exactly. And, uh, like, exactly. What, what you were saying before, like with um the whole um the whole if you don't want to be the middleman, that's exactly what I went through as well. Like, like why I'm just so. Like, whatever, I'm just doing me. I'm not trying to 
inform people or try to g people up to to jump on this wagon either they'll fuck you want to see a ufo you'll see it when you see it i'm not gonna bring him to you i don't fucking know how i'm not gonna try say go outside and look for them they'll find you fucking psychedelics will find you just you do it on yourself i can't help you yeah. we, can only, we can only show you the door we can only talk from our personal experiences we could be absolutely batshit crazy yeah that that's a possibility too. And and it could all we don't know. But um Yeah, but fucking that's that's why like um when I when I did like earlier podcasts like on Josh Wade and everything and something I can't remember I did something else. But uh I was real naive in that point. I actually got into um could could I, I actually talk to him and say, Could you remove these off YouTube? Because I listen to just i just skipped like a few of them and went fuck i forgot i did these and i listened to it and i thought like oh this isn't how i think now and this is a load of like it's just rubbish like i i feel like i'm i'm not stating when i'm i'm not stating things where i should be which which where i'm coming back to that thing where mm. people today are very uh impressionable because mm-hmm. i kept getting messages and uh, the the kindest messages, by the way, from so many people, a lot of young people too, that are all messaging me saying like, "Oh, what you said on this podcast, or what you said in the Josh way, blah blah blah." Um, I'll, can you tell me more, or how do I do this, or how, how, why, how? Like, like, like I know the answers, mm. and I'm like thinking like, why are they asking these questions? So I went back on that shit and just realized like, oh fuck, like I see how they're hearing it now. They're not hearing it how I was trying to state it and I, I'm just I just wasn't good with good with uh, articulating words so I was just like fuck this is actually um, steering people in a loop maybe mm. I should I had a chat to him and say would you be able to remove these because it's sending people the wrong message and I look at it now like fuck that that was me when I was like 20 or 19 I can't remember how old I was 22 or something and I was like still in the very night stage which i still am probably am very naive you don't know when you're being but, naive but the I probably fact that am. you're aware of that now gives people that head yeah. up you know what i mean so that's it that's that's why yeah. i do the same thing so even if i am wrong at least i said it in the video i don't have to be so harsh about harsh on myself about yeah. it it's like i'm just human yeah. trying to figure it out as long as i'm project that and put that out there and so people can understand then it's all that's good it. because a fuck that's <laughs> it and that and hopefully me saying that now to someone who's listening to this now, who's listened to the Josh Wade podcast and messaged me mm. and said, um, can you elaborate more on something that you mentioned or can you help me figure out that? What I can say to those people now, I don't fucking know, I don't know. at all. It's freeing I, to say that, all, isn't it? It's, I don't yeah. know. You, you even have like a smirk about just, it. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't, the goal is you don't fucking know. The goal is to just be at peace with not knowing shit. Yeah. Or, or not just being at peace with being it, just being and not having to worry about a knowledge. Yeah, like a wise man once said nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that quote. But so I've had like... those situations before where I've either done podcasts or done a certain video about psychedelics, and I look back, I'm like, "Fuck, Jesus, I was really deluded." And I like, even though at the time I was honest about my approach. Just looking back, I'm like, fuck, 
there were so many blind spots that I had and I didn't even Yeah, consider. blind spots is that's a good way to put it. And so yeah, that's I, I like you said, you know, it's good to always just be honest throughout the whole journey so you don't take yourself too seriously. And if you're wrong, no biggie. You just re you know, what is like you put a different course, you know? Recourse? Yeah. Like, what was the word I'm looking for? You know what I mean? You're like, okay, yeah. this is the yeah. wrong way. Change I'm going to change to this direction. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's good that like, like what we were saying before about the whole cocoon thing, like you put yourself, you put yourself in this deception or delusion of like thinking one thing and all of a sudden that gets busted open to realize like you look back and I go and like, maybe that wasn't the way, or maybe I should be thinking in a different sense or not thinking at all. Just, just, and not trying to puzzle everything. Mm. It's like us to admit that that our that people that would watch stuff with us in it or us listen really listen to what we're saying and take everything really literally like like we know exactly what's going on when we we really we just we're just putting ideas in here. Mm. Sort of impressionable people that that don't see that they're hearing it because I used to hear some people and go, I believe that. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. percent taking that on board. And we that's all gonna do. be my belief. Confirmation bias. We all do. Yeah. So I think it. right now for people to hear us talking about this will be freeing for them to go like, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe I should reevaluate everything that I think is legitimate and kind of unlearn everything and strip away everything, your beliefs, your, your thoughts on things, your theories, your fucking um, anything. Strip away all that and put yourself in the fucking in the wild. And go sit up in a tree. How do you feel? Mm. <laughs> how how are you? <laughs> Have a bit of a chat with yourself. Sometimes. How's it going? Yeah, sport. Long time no speak. It's like it's yeah, sit on the beach, stare out in the ocean. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like uh, I don't know. It's a weird. It, I think this is why you got to be really careful with the language and the words that you speak, and not be so sure of yourself you know words cast spells that's why it's called spelling so you're going to be very very cautious of exactly what words you are saying out there and that's what i try to do to the best of my ability of course so that's it right, i'll just quickly turn the light on because it's getting a bit dark in here damn oh that's better damn different reality now what's going on yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit warmer in here it's fucking so warm in here because I closed all the windows because like, there's cockatoos out there just fucking blasting ah, 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 constantly out there. Oh, so I've got to like man. shut the door. They're troublemakers, I feel. They're fucking cockheads, eh? Yeah, they are, right? <laughs> okay, I didn't want to. I love them though. I love I love cockatoos. They're, they're my favourite. And glass and shit. I just love parrots. They're just the best. We had some crows that were attacking my dog. Oh shit! Because like we were chilling once, and then we saw this magpie just circling our house. Like we'd see it from the from our front porch, and then we'd see it through the kitchen window, just doing loops around our house. We're like, "What the fuck is this crow trying to get our attention? Is it trying to say something?" And then we go to the backyard, shit. and we see a crow under a lawnmower, and and the dog Barbie is try- is like trying to attack it or some shit. Yeah. So right. the friend was like trying to get our attention, like, "Oi, you better get your fucking mutt off my mate." <laughs> or I'm gonna do something serious, 
And so, yeah, the magpie ended up hopping away. But ever since then, the magpies were like swooping the dog all the time, like attacking her. And they kind of give us the stink eye and shit. They're not happy. Never seen crows crutches. attack. Yeah. I've only seen magpies do that shit. But crows, they're smart Crows, as fuck. bro. Exactly. They're fucking so smart. Apparently they got, uh, this is what I've read. Apparently they got like the intelligence of like a really smart seven-year-old child. I've heard that too with ravens as well. I think yeah, they're similar oh, intelligence. Ravens and crows are the same. I'm pretty naive. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, they make, make, I like the, um, the carolong. The what's that? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I know the sound of them. That's the one. I don't know. <laughs> That's... I know. I know my girlfriend so much. She just like go up to her. Like, How do the magpies sound? They do like a unique song. I was watching one the other day. They like will move their head back and everything when they're trying to make the pictures and shit. But fuck, I can't really think of it right now. People are trying to call me and shit. Oh well. Sorry. Um, Big Le Show though. I wanted to ask you like what. How's that been going? What's your What's the plan? How are you moving forward? Because Big Les, hmm. the character is over, or is it? I don't know. Are you gonna do a Avengers time traveling thing, or what's What's gonna well, happen? Another obviously, origin story? there's a lot of a lot of a lot of the story I can't disclose, otherwise I will have to kill you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, what I can say is. Uh, the reason why like I ended it, why I wrapped it up, is people don't really know that uh, that decision was made like five years ago. Mm. It's just taken that long to fucking make. So uh, it wasn't uh, probably like four years ago. I don't know. Whenever I was making the start of season four, I was starting to realize um, you know, I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna because I I have all these ideas in my head of, like, other storylines and big, like, um, long-form storyline and shit uh, with the same characters, same universe, same town, same same fucking thing, just a whole new story. Mm. But I... It was all messing in my head, but I couldn't work on it because I still was wrapping up Big Les. So... Um, I've always seen like how the ending of Big Les was gonna go. I always knew uh, that spoilers if anyone if anyone hasn't watched it right now. But fucking um, Big right, Les pause and watch dead. it all, and we'll <laughs> meet you back here. Right. Oh, you're back Big so Les soon. Is... That was fucking quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's he's fuck. He's he's dead. He's fucking gone. But um, he R. died R. a fucking G. Yeah. A fucking hero. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Died solidly. I'm sorry for everyone, but he's not coming back. Not not the big Les. Not like he he's lived his life. He he wants to die. He wants like, to be freed and like Tony Stark. Yeah, he wants to be at peace, man. Yeah. Like all so many characters that like I've grew up watching, like they all had to die sometime. Like fucking main characters, a lot of things like. And so I kind of took that on board going, fuck, it's, it's such a powerful story when the main character has to pass away mm. and for, like, a solid reason for the benefit of everyone else. And um, and that, that to me, was, like, because I made, like, I was making big les throughout my teenagehood that um, I felt like wrapping it up was wrapping up my whole teenagehood 
so I can finally get on with adulthood. Like mm. I needed to, I needed closure of that show, and I needed, I wanted to keep it in the paint universe. Like I said in the making of documentary that I put up, um, I had like Comedy Central kept hitting me up, going fucking, we're so keen to make a show and shit like that. But I kept going like, nah, like uh, I want to finish what I started. I don't mm. want, I don't want help uh, continuing what I've started. I want to like, I want to have it all done and dusted, like tied up in a bow. And that's the big series. It's mm. like my teenagehood and so I want to let it go and move conti- on. Continue yeah. the, continue the world. Mm. Yeah. Let it go and move on. And, um, I don't know. It felt really, really good to finish that last episode. Like it made me tear up because it was just so uh, freeing and just, just like the closure and, um, the space in my head just exploded with all these new ideas that I'm free to pursue now because they were all put on hold during the four or five years it took me to make uh, season four and the last episode of Big Les, which I had the idea for that like four years prior to making it. It just had it just took so long to make. That's crazy. To finally yeah. get it all finished. So it was all thought out. Uh, before then, like really roughly, so like I think about the middle, the the, the ending, and then I just improvise. But um, I always knew it was going to end, and I was just climbing to that while putting a hold on all these other fresh ideas in my mind because I had to focus on this, mm. on big layers. And then when I finally finished it and uploaded it, it was just like, fucking now what? Fucking, it was just a big. It was like. Filling up your your storage space on your computer or your desktop, and then you finally just fucking put it on a hard drive, put it away, and just yeah, fucking wipe everything. And you just like fucking let's go. So like, feels good. It's oh, like the yeah. your the ideas are limitless, you know. Yeah. And so cool well, that you're in the position where you can do that and like this legacy, and then you can continue on, but at the same time start something new and fresh, something yeah. that excites you. Oh and man, this. This next thing excites me. Yeah, it's like I, that's to me like all the best creators, whether it's YouTube YouTubers or TV shows or movies or whatever. It's the ones that are willing to let the past go. And stuff. Yeah, they can just like I don't know, just end something and then start something completely fresh instead of just like for example, The Simpsons. I fucking love The Simpsons, but Jesus Christ, yeah. man, it just never ends. They just keep <laughs> yeah. going. And they're the yeah. same age, you know? Like, I feel like it would be interesting if they at least maybe continued on, maybe, like, I don't know, continue on when Bart's in high school or some shit. Or just do Imagine something. Imagine that. They did that with the Rugrats at one point. How did that turn out? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, but I just remember they, they made idea. a team. It ruined the <laughs> industry. <laughs> they're broke now. They could. Maybe, like, it's just... you got to risk it to, t- to get the biscuit, man. It's like Stranger Things. Like you watch the first season and they're all little kids, and then you watch the third season and they're all fucking going into teenagehood. And it's just like fuck yeah, this is sick. It's got like um, mm. what, what's the word? Continuity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like Dragon Ball Z does that as well. Like even fuck, now, I really, really like are, that. Yeah, and that's how I'm gonna go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have like the, they continue the father on. and the son of who grows up and. Even Same in Star Super, Wars. exactly. I like that because then you, you grow up with characters. You're not just stuck with the one version of themselves. Yeah, you, you know? evolve and fucking move on and shit. Yeah, even the now, Simpsons. like 
that's what I try to do just with making content. I'm not just trying to create the same shit over and over and over again. You know, I, yeah. even now, I like I might I might make videos about psychedelics forever, or there might be a time where I'm like, all right, hanging up the phone. I'm going to continue doing something else, but I'm willing Make to let it go up. if it has to, if my soul That's tells it, yeah. me to. You know, it feels uh, right. There's this quote that says, like, I'd rather the whole world be against me than my own soul. You know, like yeah. sometimes it's like Thor actually in Endgame. He says, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop being who I'm supposed to be and just be who I am. You know, that kind of shit. That's hundred percent. Yeah. Because some people feel stuck in this you just loop fucking, of like, you just let go and just yeah, fucking, you just, just fucking, you just be it. Fly in the wind, man. Just fucking spread your ring, wings. Fuck it. Just keep going. You know, expand on yourself. Just keep like, going. Some, a lot of creators, I feel like, get stuck in this bubble of like, oh, now I, I make these types of videos, therefore I got to keep making them because that's what the audience wants. Yeah. You know. That's right. So, yeah. I like, yeah. I never, I never listened to that. A lot of people always told me to go certain ways and certain um, avenues and to do it a specific way or try to categorize what I do. And I just like, man, f- fucking, I don't, you're not even speaking my language right now. I'm gonna go in the backyard and fucking play on my big tire yeah. and and not give a fuck and yeah. just do what I do when I want to do it. But um, like I'll say, like with this, like finally finishing big layers like and i have all this space to do like a lot of fans are asking when's episode the next episode of mike nolan or when's the next episode of big layers coming out? i was like fucking don't you get it it's finished <laughs> <laughs> it's t- like i put an ending to it for a reason don't i'm not just it, gonna bring shit. out an episode let it go it's over it's done. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you get it <laughs> it's like the sopranos it's over. Yeah, man. Move on. Find a new show. But, like, <laughs> I do want to give my fans, like, a lot of hope as well that, like, um... Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it's got to take a while because this is a whole new uh, storyline that I'm starting. And it's got to be, um... Bigger. Mm. I say bigger. I'm, I'm trying not to give too much away because, like, it's some very exciting news. But, like... You can tell me later. <laughs> yeah. But the only thing is I can't put a date on it because it's only just in the starting of it. It could, the conce- it could yeah, take yeah. a year before you hear anything. Like, it, it's it, whatever I'm working on, I can't tell you about it. Uh, oh, fuck, it's so like, hard because I really want to tell you. Like, until it's more concrete and Yeah, well, it's just till I... Yeah, like, I don't want to... Um, get people excited for something, and then they have to wait like mm. a year and a half. But fucking, they uh, fucking people wait. I wait for Marvel movies. I wait for the Joker for yeah. like three years. And if it gets delayed, out. you understand. You're like, okay, well, they're gonna make it better. Yeah. I'm not gonna get mad over it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so for all my fans that are waiting for something, um, I'm working on something, and it's yeah. gonna be pretty fucking big and different and more uh, mature. Same universe, same humor, same voice, or like my characters and shit, like, but just something different, something that I've been wanting to do as an adult, because all Big Les is just a teenager growing up in his bedroom mm. making shit, and now it's like, I want to move, I want to next stage move it of up consciousness. Like it's more juvenile next in stage. a way. In the best way possible, yeah. but like 
To, to me, yeah. it is. To me, like, I see, like, everyone sees it as, like, oh, it's big lads, it's sick, but I see it as, like, that's my younger self uh, just having fun. Like, personally, I, I look at some of my old episodes and I just go, fuck, I hate that episode so much. <laughs> or, like, fuck. Like, but that's good. <laughs> that's a good okay. sign that you're that you're growing. I feel like, uh, like the creators from South Park, yeah. I hear their commentary. They say the same shit. They can watch their old episode and be like, oh, this is... Oh, this is painful yeah. to watch. This is horrible. People like this shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. So if okay. they have that attitude, I, I, I think you're right. Probably on the. I oh, well, that, I, I have that as well. Just watching old videos or how I spoke or the way I oh, made yeah. videos. It's yeah, it's cringy, man. But you got to eat shit, man. That's like. I guess. That's it. You, it's how, like you said. It's how you grow. Like like you, you fucking. You learn from shit, like you, you, you improve by looking back at the past. Like, for example, no one liked who they were when they were fucking high school. Like you, you and grow if you up do, and then you look you, back at yourself and you just you're like in trouble. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> like in some cases, a lot of people you're just like, fuck. I was a pretty cool cat in high school. Why am I such a shit cunt now? But like, true, yeah, it's the, the opposite, majority, right? The, yeah, the majority is like fucking why did i have that haircut or why did i wear those fucking shorts or so you know what i mean like so that's how i see the show and like yeah this new thing i'm working on if you be patient to the fans yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty fucking excited oh and and, what's coming but i have to say this from it for a while because it's not too much of a problem but it does happen every once in a while. I get messages every now and again asking me, like, when's the next Big Les episode coming out? Can you revive him? <laughs> and they think that I'm, like, the writer of the show, maybe because I'm your mate Tom and one of the old writers was Tom or I don't know. But yeah, I'm not yeah, the writer think, of the Big Les show. It would be awesome if I was, but I'm not. So you can stop <laughs> bugging me for no, that. That's so, man, so many people so message without reading like reading into things they yeah. just assume and just message anyway and they yeah, just yeah, like yeah. like someone messaged me a full big thing the other day and i just like kind of half read it and i'm so sorry like i get messages from people all the time and i try to read them and i try to reply them, but like fuck you can't man. it's like, can't you you drive yourself insane yeah but a lot of my mates that message it drives me insane. I literally peg my phone if I get too many. I was like, fuck it, I'll deal with that later. <sighs> no offense to anyone, I love you all. But I just need to put that out there because so many people get upset if I don't reply. Like, like oh, I've tried to record, <laughs> like, try to reply, like, get a, get in touch with you. I'm just like, man, I'm out in the bush doing shit. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm trying to. It, it get takes away a lot of willpower just const- constantly going on social media. And like yourself, we both, yeah. like, social media is a, is a big part of our job in a lot of ways. So, I need to like yeah. reduce it as much as possible and only use it for the essentials when I'm actually producing content and not. That's I want to say it. waste my energy because it sounds so arrogant. Like I'm wasting my time reading your comments from <laughs> you peasants. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. I can't. You can't read everything. Otherwise, you just you're dispersing your energy instead of like being focused on what you're here to do. You know. That's it. Yeah. And, and I, I, a lot of people I, understand I, that, like, so it's all like good. I, I've read a lot of messages and replied to them. Like I still still deal with that, but like that's why I made the making of yeah. video because I get so many messages of saying like like I really knows how the show is made or what the story is behind it. 
a lot of people had the idea that there was like this big team of people in like an aircon fucking LED lit office with like monitors and and a fucking water cooler in the corner and shit. It's just like I made Trimmer Island in this room. Trimmer oh, Island too. I made I made it in this fucking room I'm in right now at my dad's. Um, and like it used to be nocturnal, just making it here on this on this fucking bed with Lost or playing on that TV just there, and um fucking. So I used to get so many messages saying, like, when are you going to bring this out? Why are you taking so long? Or, like, um, how do you do it? Like, how do you, like, uh, how, wh- what would you recommend to do? Because I want to start make, making, my, making my own animation, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, I tried to reply to some of them, and then people still wouldn't get the message across. So was, I was still get the same messages. So I just went, now, fuck this. I'm just going to make the making of, tell it all straight, post that. And then you could just watch that if you got a question. But the funny thing is that even though I posted that, I still get the messages. It's just like, <laughs> just fucking watch the making of, mate. Yeah, I yeah. made it for a reason. Like, like you, you're asking all the questions. Like, I'll see 10 questions here in this message that can all be answered if you watch this fucking thing. Just go watch it, please. Yeah, but like, and some people get really mad. I got one the other day. Or the other they week. Get aggressive. Yeah, one's so, like, Whoa. you didn't respond to my last message. You're not my mate, Tom. You should be someone's cellmate, Tom. And you should be, in, <laughs> ba- and I should be in prison, basically getting butt fucked because I didn't reply to a message. I was like, your cellmate, Tom. Yeah, your cellmate. Tom. Yeah, your. Yeah. That's sick. It gave me a good That's laugh. That's funny. And what's so uh, funny is that you like know, that, you uh, know that him writing that message was like channeling so much rage and hate and then to me it was like it was like comedy it was like hilarious not laughing at him but it's just funny at how some humans can react in such silly situations you know what it's i mean pretty intense like um yeah i've had a few of those messages saying like like there'll be a big nice heart-filled message it'll be so nice and then i'll be looking at it the first time and i'll see that message was sent like january and then I like see it underneath going, well, fuck you then. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you then. You don't fucking talk to your fans, can't fuck you. Like, fucking don't care. Like, whatever. I was just like, whoa, whoa, I'm trying to hang a shit on the toilet here, just scrolling through, and I see this. Whatever. Uh, it's just a funny, like, you just, uh, you can't. Yeah, and, and some people in a rough can't. situation, you know, maybe they're going through like a crisis or a rough time in their life, and it just. Oh, yeah. They oh, just always got, that. They just flew off the handle. Everyone's going through shit. Yeah, so I always, even that, even the messages that are filled with hate, I always try to think like, okay, he's a human being, that they're not going to react this way unless yeah. they're going through something tough, so, you know, send them love, yeah. but... And it but, takes a lot for someone to message someone yeah. like that they that they watch, so like even I, I get so nervous around people that I idolise, like I'll go up and see like a drummer from one of my favourite bands or see like someone mm. and I feel like I, I need to go talk to them and then i go talk to them and i just feel like a dickhead like i'm just invading their space yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. oh fuck they probably get this all the time and then you start feeling like like when you're walking home after like fuck i should have said something cooler or something sort of. <laughs> and so you, I, I can understand when people try to talk to me like because i get stopped sometimes on the street and like um or like i do a do a screening or a show or whatever and people come up to me and they're, they're, I can notice that they're shaking, they're nervous. Hmm. And I'm just like, give them a big fucking hug and just pretty much say to them through my hug saying like, 
I know exactly how you're feeling. This is how I feel when I talk to someone I want to see that I've been watching or whatever. Exactly. You you don't want to act like reserved because then they might feel a little bit more like, oh, I don't want to overstep my boundaries. Like, I I feel like, same as you, you know, I'd feel I'll bump into someone who like I look up to and it'd be so awesome and it's so cool when they open up their heart and they're like, hey man, what's going on? And it just, oh, makes you feel at ease, you know? And it's just easier to, to connect, so... I'm just. Really, I'll, I'll try to do the same. So, I really try to do that with people, like, because that, that, that's what happened since I last talked to you. I went on a fucking went around the world, not around the world. I went to England, um, Ireland, and Scotland, and um, ah, Scotland, uh, LA mm. as well, and New Zealand and shit like that to do the screening of um, uh, Tumor on Three and for Nolan, Mike Nolan's Long Weekend, um. Fucking, fuck, I shook so many hands, man. There was so many people there. You probably got the and Rona. Kind of, yeah, I did actually get sick. Oh, did actually. You? Yeah, this was like, this was like when Tumor on 3 came out. So this was like a year ago. Lies, um, this is now you're affected, aren't you? Yeah, I fucking, like, I actually, because I was so affectionate to everyone. I was, I, I tried to hug as many people as I could. I fucking handshakes and fucking... Toke of a joint here, toke of a joint there, oh. fucking have a beer, fuck yeah, can't, fuck it. You want a beer, mate? Yeah, fucking hope can't. Like, I, I really got into the spirit and try to give everyone, um, like, like I, I wanted to give, like, treat everyone like they're my mate. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, did, I didn't want to just be like, yeah, thanks for coming and then fuck off. Like, I, re- like I felt so privileged to be able to do that and to be able, like, for people to come out mm. and out of their daily routine and fucking get a ticket and come out to fucking see a show. Like, it just means so much. So I was just like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta fucking give yeah. all these cunts a hug. I gotta fucking embrace these guys. Like, this is so yeah, sick. Give back while you're there, I, you know? Yeah. Because it's not I, like I, ignoring I, a text message, right? Because you're there, you're present. That's when you give yeah. it. Yeah. You give it your fucking all. right there. You, yeah. You're in front of them, like, yeah. and then uh, because I was so um, just so fucking close of everyone, I actually came back to Australia feeling like shit. Like I actually got a cold off someone, I think, mm. and I was just like two days in bed, like just so fucked. I was probably just so fucked from being exposed to like everything. Many, <laughs> there's so many people. I can't. I, I was and like, it, it goes back to that's why it's good to have your boundaries in certain respects you know like be open but also have boundaries as well yeah see i was a little too open there i was just like fucking share my drink can't i don't care like fucking get in there like have my backwash yeah (laughs) Yeah, do you want the rest of this mate it's like someone else's it's like that much left (laughs) yeah fuck it mate (laughs) fucking spit my mouth can't i fucking love it yeah (laughs) but, but, please don't um, spit in my mouth people yeah please don't but uh, like even if I got sick I, I like I don't regret it like it was just it was just fucking so cool to make people's day like like I said there was people that coming up to me real shaking real nervous and I would just try to make them so comfortable and just treat them normal like because I I got the sense that because I'm there I'm being like a host or whatever whatever to the show to on screens and stuff i felt like some of the people coming there will look at me and think like i'm i don't know like 
important person like when you get nervous when you see a celebrity or something like that so i really wanted to show them i'm just a fucking normal dude i'm just like is that weird for you like to be seen in that light by some people yeah it's very weird it's very yeah it's very strange um like i've been in a couple of situations where like i can only feel i'm there or in that area, or like I'm being viewed at as like a novelty. Like, <laughs> yeah. say something funny, or <laughs> like do that quote, or like, oh, it's so cool, I can't dance, believe you're here. Dance. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, I'll dance for them, but like at the same time, I'm like, like I want you to know that I'm just a normal person too. Mm. And it's same with everyone else that like, no matter who you are, if you're the president of the United States, Trump still has to go and hang a shit by himself exactly. and scroll on his phone while he's hanging a shit in the toilet. Like, everyone's human. <laughs> everyone's going to go to bed and have their favorite pillow and shit like that, you know. Like, we're all – it's just – and it really taught me a lot for, like, how I view um, famous people that are, like um, – like, I'm not considering myself famous. I really hate the F word. But, like, I, I just want to be – You're fucking famous, mate. I just want to be a normal, normal fella. Yeah. Just want to be a, just a normal bloke, mate. Just want to be your mate. Too late now. But, um, yeah, fuck. Don't touch me while I'm in my limo. <laughs> fucking going down, fucking fuck is. I'm too good. I only go to the fucking private clubs, mate. Only let in VIP. None of you muggles. Fuck no. off. <laughs> fucking muggles. <laughs> Street wearing flip flops or no shoes at all. Fucking. You got a lie tonight, but um, yeah, fucking, uh, it really taught me to look at um people that like are on TV or movies or whatever. They're just normal people too. There's like yeah. that illusion that they're for some reason above you. We're all human. When, like, you and you feel like, that, like especially yeah. when you're a kid, you idolize people. Like myself, growing That's up with, let's say, like Metallica. Like if I met Metallica when I was 15 years old, pff, I might pass out because of excitement. Or shit myself. Like, yeah. These guys are shaken, walking like, gods among earth. They're the real they're deal. Not fuck, they're not fucking, they're not You know, I actually had a moment when I was 15 with James Hetfield and Metallica when I first saw their concert. Bullshit. This is the moment. It was such a cool thing. This is actually where, like, a, a lot of that, oh, he's just a normal dude too. He doesn't give a fuck about this crowd. Yeah. This is what happened. It was a big concert. I was 15. It was in 2010 when they came to Australia, the um, Death Magnetic tour, and they had the the stage, the site, the the shape of a, a coffin, and there was like mics, microphones set up all around the stage so they can rotate. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I was at the front of the gate looking up at this microphone at one of the microphones. There was probably like 16 microphones around the whole fucking stage that he rotates around to. And here's me, a 15-year-old me, wearing, um, you know, fluoro boardies and a white rip curl shirt. <laughs> and everyone else is just in, like, black. Wearing like Metallica all metal, shirts, yeah. Metallica yeah. shirts and big fucking, um, like, denim jackets and all that sort of shit. Everyone's just just a sea of just metalheads. Yeah, you see like a pig getting grinded through this fucking crazy machine with like that death metal font, you know, studs. Yeah, 
yeah, studs and piercings and everything. And here's me just like fucking long hair, fucking like, oh, fuck yeah, Metallica, oh, fucking white rib curl, standing out like a sore thumb. And the lights went off and the laser shows went off and the first song started and James Hetfield was standing right at the mic where I was in front of. So it was like, that was the first place he stood. He was fucking doing his thing. And it was a song that I sort of knew the lyrics to, but didn't really know. And he was looking at me and he was just kind of laughing like, fuck, you stand out so much. And I realized like, oh yeah, I'm the only cut here with a white shirt. And like just laughing. <laughs> and he was just kind of laughing as I was trying to like sing along with him. And he was like kind of laughing and shit as he was doing it. And just like winked at me or whatever. And just like, I, it's like, it was almost like I saw in his face and his eyes like, like oh that that's heart lifting like that that just see just some random kid from Australia that's come to the show he doesn't care what's around him he's he's probably like being a beach like being at the beach and shit wearing rip curls shit I grew up in a you know a surfing kind of culture I don't surf but like it, I've always been around it yeah yeah and they they're like into that kind of world like in their normal day to day life so for him to see that it would just be like a like yeah fuck yeah little man. Sick. Yeah, and from what I know, as... James Hetfield's like super humble, you know, like doesn't think yeah. of him as top shit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I full felt that when I saw that. It's just like, to, you kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But that was like, that oh, was really cool. Got it. Play some Metallica. Yeah. Bit of Master of Puppets. <laughs> That's all. <like, laughs> what was that riff? How's it go? So zero Dude, Metallica were fucking gods to me, man. And same. Like, I listen to them every once in a while because I'm learning drums, so I'm learning like a bit of the easier stuff, like Enter Sandman. Yeah, fuck yeah, me too. I couldn't do like you know Trivium or Slipknot or I mean like, any of those hectic oh, drum was... parts, you know. You need so much more fucking limbs. I'm trying to. I've got a drum kit. I've got a drum kit in the other room. I've been trying to do um, the double kicks and all those patterns and stuff. I'm, it's such an old kit and so, like, untuned, so it's real sloppy, but, like, it's fun to let out some steam. Yeah, we've still got a jam, but, man. Yeah, man. I'd love to play drums while you're playing what, guitar or vice versa. And we can that'll rotate. Really cool. Yeah. Fuck, that would be sick. Get a loop yeah, pedal? Yeah, 100% going to do that. Yeah, that would be fucking That's sick. That's what I need. That's what I need to get. That changed pedal. the game for me, like, just in terms of writing. At yeah. least solos and harmonies and... Oh, it's so good. It's like having a second got, guitarist with you. I sort of got like a, a loop pedal, but it's not a pedal. It's a, it's a button on like this 
fucking thing on my amp that I can like play something and then stop and then rewind and play it. But it's not like a I can't flow with a song. I've got to record yeah, it all yeah, yeah. and stuff. So it's like I should get a fucking loop pedal. <laughs> That's another thing I need to do. A lot of people keep saying, "When are you going to bring out more music?" And fuck, it's I say it so much. I always say I'm going to do it and then never get around to it because I've got like 10 songs that I play by myself but never record. Mm. And I can easily just go in that room and just turn on the shit and just record it easily. But I'm so picky where like the end of a song I'll do different every time I play it and I can't pick the one that I'm going to keep. It's difficult, like, yeah. I'm the same. So, you, you get really picky and you just... So picky, yeah. man. So, like, like, all the songs that, that people have heard that I've made so far, I already want to change them all. Everyone's <laughs> like, no, they're sick. I was like, fucking, I hate them. I want to change them. <laughs> I want to change them so spe- much. Speaking of, how do you write The Big Les Show? Do you, like, write a script or, like, do you sit there and just think of, like, how this story could unfold and you write it down or do you just kind of improvise and draw them from... Like, how, how do you go through the process of writing, even now, let's say, for what's to come? How do you come up with these ideas? Watch the fucking making of, mate. That's why I made it. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Done. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) Podcast ends. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch the... Just put it in the bubble, the making of. Uh, But, um, how I do it is, like, it's kind of back to front. So, I'd, uh... I think of it all in my head. Like, I'd imagine... I just... I don't like try puzzle it in my head. It just kind of happens as I'm thinking about it. It just kind of plays out. It's really hard to explain. It's almost like that world is existing and I can just tune into it and have a laugh at what they're doing right now and then kind of come back and try structure it a little bit till it sort of makes sense in my head. So I don't really write anything down physically. So what I'll do is I have the, the general idea and I just start drawing and I draw heaps of frames until it's all kind of painting the picture I'm seeing in my head and while I'm drawing it I'm hearing what they're saying in the scenes I'm drawing so it's like I'm seeing the scene play out in slow motion because it takes so long to draw so as I draw each frame I'm like oh yeah he can say this here and it can cut to Donnie and he can say something funny and then it can cut to that and then this could lead into that scene yeah that sounds perfect I'll just keep drawing it and I'll just keep drawing keep drawing until I've finished the whole episode uh, uh, in like a let's say the Mike Nolan's Long Weekend the last series I made um, they're like only five minute episodes so I'll just think of like the, the one where they go out in the boat and they go jumping off the bridge and stuff. And that's like, fuck, that's perfect. I've been on so many days of myself mm. where I've done that normally. So it's a no-brainer. I'll just fucking draw it till it all, till that adventure happens. They go out in the boat and then they come back. And then I'll just um, kind of flick through the pictures. Oh, oh, fucking. <laughs> Someone's home. But okay. yeah, I'll just draw draw the pictures, and then um, I'd uh, have like a collection of like maybe five hundred to six hundred pictures. Sometimes it could be a thousand pictures. Um, yeah, but then again, a lot of them are copied and pasted. 
and just move slightly so I don't right. have to redraw every single picture. Mm. So um, you just divide that by like three maybe because a lot of them are copy and pastes and rearranged pictures. But um, so I have like that many pictures on like a, a Windows photo viewer and I'll just be click, clicking through them because I named them uh, all in order. So I can just like flick through them so it makes like a stop motion picture of the cartoon and then I can, by that, I can just kind of figure out what they're saying and just kind of do the voices while I'm flicking through it like fucking, hey, Nolan, how you, how you fucking being? Like, yeah, mate, yeah, being pretty fucking good, eh? Like, how's the fucking miss, eh? How's the fucking this? Like, oh, yeah, being pretty fucking good, eh? We'll fucking go on the boat tomorrow, though. Yeah, mate, it sounds good, fucking eh? And I kind of just flick through it and then, then I'd say something. I'd catch myself saying something as I'm looking at the picture and make myself laugh. You go, fuck, I've got to remember that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one to keep in. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I, I don't write it down, but I remember it. Mm. And I think that's actually what's made my memory good. Because, like, apparently I've got a good memory, according to some people. So I think by doing that has strengthened my memory gland or whatever that is in your brain. But, um. A memory's even so kept when in your brain. That's another question. Yeah. Fucking who knows? We're dream stored and shit. But, uh, or thoughts or brand new thoughts. Like, what the fuck? Or just memories because they say that all your cells get, like in seven years, you're a brand new person. So if all your brain neurons are getting, I don't know, filled up with new ones, how, I, I don't know, like how, how is memory stored physically in the brain? Is it a metaphysical thing? I don't know. Now we're just going to crazy yeah, questions that nice. we can just delve in forever. But Something we can question for infinity but never infinity, get the answer. Infinity and beyond. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, it's just, I'll just go back and then it'll be recording time. And then I'll use this mic that I've got here. Oh, sick. And just, just fucking hang that up in the closet like that and just look at the pictures. Oh, that was better sound quality actually. Say. You hang oh, it upside down. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I just kind of talk shit for about an hour, even though the, the episode itself goes for five minutes i'll talk shit for like 40 minutes and i'll repeat a sentence until it's perfect i'm yeah. really ocd with like yeah, yeah like yeah. it'll be like hey nolan how's it going you going to the shops later i'll be like oh. g'day nolan how you going would you going to go to the shops later like, no i'll change it g'day nolan you want to go down to coles for a bit and go get a fucking rum steak or whatever <laughs> no i'll change it to chicken <laughs> rum steak. g'day nolan you want to go to woolworths and go to fuck and then i'm like fuck i gotta change it so i keep changing it yeah. until i get the right one and then um, I, I'd i have just this 40-minute long recording of just me talking shit, just... <laughs> just so much noise. And then I'll have to spend ages just, like, going through Audacity with my mouse and just, like, selecting all the um, speeches that I don't want, get rid of them and have, like, the one sentence that I like and then kind of connect it to the next sentence and then connect that to the next yeah, till it makes the fat. turns yeah. 40 yeah till it yeah that's good trimming the fat that's exactly <laughs> it and uh <laughs> so like i'll turn 40 minutes down into like five minutes and that will be the episode in audio form and i'll go all right so i've got the audio uh the episode in audio form sorry so i've got that ready and then I got all the pictures ready so then I put that into a um, movie making editing program which is 
Adobe Premiere Elements 11 or 12 or fuck it, I don't know. And then all I got, my job is now is just to sync all the, all the pictures I've drawn, drawn to what's going on in the audio. So it's yeah, real yeah, easy yeah. at that point. I just got to puzzle everything at the right timing. And then after that, I just got to touch it up with sound effects and and fucking a little sound here and there or music or fucking something happening with the picture, like a do you, do you keep it uh, like a story arc in mind, like the the three act structure, or do you keep any of these things in mind when you're making episodes or yeah, a saga? I, yeah, I see the whole universe in my head, the whole where it's going. Like even in the Mike Nolan show, yeah. I've I've set up the next story that I'm telling, but sick, you have sick. no idea what that, but I do. Yeah. Like I yeah. know exactly what point in time they're at in the Mike Nolan's long weekend where, um, what's happening behind the scenes and what's, what the prequel is, what the sequel is, yeah. what's happening a hundred years in the past to a hundred years in the future. I, I see it all as one and I can like navigate nice. my way through so it's this, all cohesive like, um, and... timeline. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so like, so I never put rules of like, because there's a lot of writers that have these certain rules, like the hero's journey, right? And they have all these like things that they go by. I just fucking do it. I don't have any. I don't even think about it. I just fucking do it. Like, what would happen in real life? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like, like I, I just recently. Maybe you already have that in your DNA. Like, just unconsciously, you understand just, it. Yeah. It's just what happens in life, man. Yeah, like, yeah. like I've been through a journey in my own things. I'm still on a journey now. I've closed a journey. I've fucking started one, ended one, started a new one. So I know the basic structure of how it goes. Just like I was saying, the basic structure of a seed to grow blueprinted into a tree. It's just nature. Exactly. So I don't need to categorize it and like... It has it its own its... mind to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Every, so well, there's a lot in of hermetic rules law. and stuff into writing. Yeah, well, it you know, like... brings me back to hermetic philosophy. The first principle is the law of mentalism. So everything comes from mind. Every, for something to exist, it has to come from nothing. And then you have like, you know, the human mind and our plane. Mm. And then you've got everything below. You've got animal mind, plant mind, like minerals, salts. They all have their own mind and then it goes up. It's like a, a musical scale, you know? You got like the yeah. seven main notes or twelve notes, including all the sharps and the flats, and you go up the mm. notes to C, D, E, F, G, eight, and then it goes back to C. It's like the same note, but it's like in a higher dimension, like a different octave. Yeah, yeah. It's all right in fucking front of you. Look around, people. <laughs> <laughs> the secrets of the universe. It's right there. It's all right in front it's of your all face. Fucking there. A lot of it is right there. Most of the and time. like you said, you know, we would just come to this timeline with uh, an erased memory, and who knows, man, we're just uncovering, remembering, <laughs> or maybe not. Who knows? But we. Oh, that's another cool quote. I forgot who said it, but it was like, um, all I, like it was some philosopher that said, "All I know is that I know nothing at all." Exactly. I don't know. Shit. Oh, I forgot who said that. <laughs> yeah. You just be in it. Big just be in whatever, just he taking shit as it comes. Yeah. Like, this whole coronavirus thing. The fucking, Rona. Yeah. The Rona. What? Fuck, I don't know what's going to happen. Do you think is this, this would big... increase or decrease sales of Corona beer? That is so stupid to me, how people <laughs> aren't buying the beer. <laughs> yeah. 
that thick that you think that's where it's coming from because it's called Corona. Oh my god! Like we've been me and my missus and my brother and that we've been buying cases of Corona beer as a joke because no one else is buying it. It's like fuck. Let's get a case of Ronas. That's hilarious. And yeah, it's so silly that people aren't going to buy them. It's just like and the toilet paper thing. Like, well, we went to the shops today and we're seeing. We saw, we're like, oh, fuck, there's, there's a chick that has toilet paper. She somehow got toilet paper. We're thinking, like, fuck, it's so valuable now. Toilet paper, like, if you've got to buy one, you've got to buy three lots because you don't know when you're never going to get it again. So you everyone's you got to be there early. Up. People line up. They camp out in front of Woolies. I don't know if that's it's true like or not, but I wouldn't be No, surprised. no, no, I've seen, I've seen it. Like, Are you serious? I'm just what, making this shit up. No, like, there, there, was, there was a thing, like, um... Oh, I, di- I didn't see it in my own eyes, but I saw, like, videos or... I fucking can't remember where I saw it, but I, it's been a thing where people are full-on, like, lining up to get shit. And, uh, and um, it's fucking crazy. Like, 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 all right, toilet paper. Yeah, whatever. But what about other shit that you should be fucking stocking up on, like... It's just funny <laughs> you said toilet paper and then your next words were, but shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... Just fucking... What are you trying to say? But, like... <laughs> so, fucking... Don't give a shit. Yeah, no. I, I don't know, man. But like, no. I think people... Like, we were talking about this the other week of how... We're not ready for aliens, man. Like, no, the way that people are reacting. People... Especially, like, I can that... understand in other countries, let's say, like, crazy third world countries where resources are really limited. Like, in Chile, yeah. I was telling you as well how, like, there's armed robberies, dude. There was already, like, this apocalypse thing going on with the protests and people rising up against the cops and so it's like this sort of revolution thing going on then this virus hits and apparently people are taking some people are taking advantage and doing armed robbery taking hostages and shit just to like take food and toilet paper and all that kind of stuff uh so it just makes me very grateful that we live here. We're in Australia. If you're in Australia, listen to this. We're all good. We've got plenty of resources. There's a lot of food and water that we don't have to import for us to survive, you know. But mm, people have got to calm space. the fuck down. Seriously. It's it's people's panic that worries me more than the virus itself, you know. <laughs> That's a good quote from um, Men in Black, the first one. What is how it? Will Smith... Will Smith is like just learning about the Men in Black and talking about uh, talking to um, Tommy Lee Jones, the Men in Black guy. He's just like, well, if there's aliens everywhere, why don't why don't we tell the, why don't you tell everyone? Why don't like people can handle it? People are smart, and then he just replies with like, a person is smart, people are dumb, panicking panicking like animals, and you know it. It's just like a few. Years ago, everyone was believed that the Earth was flat. And Some people still it. do. Then, five hundred years ago, everyone believed a certain way. And then, five minutes ago, you just learned that you weren't alone on this planet. Yeah. Like, he says, like, and he said another thing. Like, there, there's always a fucking meteorite coming to kill us. There's always a big mothership coming to fucking kill us. There's always a big earthly plague ready to wipe us out. The only reason that people get on with their happy little lives is they do not know about it. Mm. And that's like the men in black thing. And I was just like, that's what I was going to say before. When you asked me at the start of the podcast, um, 
what are my made up theories on what's going on and i remember telling you um, like a week we're going ago, full circle now i like this yeah, yeah. that like <laughs> yeah that like what if and what if people that are really impressionable and thinking i'm about to tell some actually hectic thing i'm just saying a what if top of my head i don't know my shit this is just a hypothetical fun thing lies you're just saying that to protect yourself now. tell us what you know jared tell us stop holding back <laughs> tell the people what are the secrets of the universe? Right. Let's get down to brass. I'm going to tell the cold heart truth, and this is exactly what is going on. 100% accuracy. Guaranteed. All impressionable viewers, believe this from now on. Don't believe anything else but what I'm about to tell you. Um, fucking, what if all this fucking is a big test, a big drill? To see, like, obviously there is a virus. It's not that hectic. Like, it is hectic. It's killing people and, and a lot of the elderly. And what I don't know about it. Don't correct me on it, whoever. I'm not going to fucking read compromise it. the immune systems. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's not as skits as say like a zombie apocalypse, or like a fucking fucking a definite you will absolutely die from this and melt right. from the inside like immediate it's hit. not something like... as skits as that so yeah 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 so it's like com- compared to what it could be it's rather mild to to a global pandemic compared to like something way worse to the imagination or, especially if you've lived but, um, a whole life in a bubble like a, a developed yeah. country and nothing you haven't really gone through like any true hardship in life and everything's been quite cruisy to this point then to them, it, yeah. could, it it really is this crazy pandemic and people are freaking yeah, exactly. out, man. Yeah. Genuinely, people are freaking, people are freaking out, freaking out, having panic it, attacks. It's crazy. And, that's, and that's, that's, um, that's all well and fine. You're supposed to. You shouldn't be shrugging this shit off, even if it's fucking not as bad as it could be. But my, my yeah, point Yeah, it should is, be all right, like, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's the... People that like actually get it probably, but I, I, I don't know. Again, but um, my point is like, what if this was like a a drill to see how humanity as a whole, every country is involved in this, to see how we deal with something like this. It's like a drill that they do. Maybe this is just hypothetical. Remember, impressional viewers, that what if it's like, all right, we've ticked off the we've put them through environmental disasters. We'll set the fires and we'll fucking do all that in Australia and the Amazon and fucking all that. See how they react. Mm, they failed here. They failed here. They did all right there. All right. Now let's go on to the pandemic section. We'll mm. see how they handle this test. Uh, they're going for the toilet paper for some reason. Tick. That's fucking weird. Um, yeah, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. They're fucking ignoring this. Fucking if this really happened... There was that video it. of the the, so, the two ladies fighting at Woolies or whatever. Into, <laughs> hold on, you're crackling out. I couldn't. I couldn't Sorry, you were too. Um, just crackled. Yeah, they go through the test and they see how we react, <clears> and they they go see that video of like those two ladies fighting at Woolies over the toilet paper. Yeah, and they're like, like, oh mm, fuck, hmm. it's fucking stupid. We have a lot of work then, to do. Then they're sitting around a big table, just like, so we should cancel the April. Uh, event where we tell everyone about aliens. Yes, I, I think it, they're not ready. <laughs> I mean, don't fucking tell them shit. Should we tell them about the hectic meteorite that's coming to wipe us all out? 
Definitely not, because they'll panic even worse. Um, no, we're not ready. Dude, we're not even ready to hear about shit that's going on in this physical reality, man. Just like the dark, evil shit that goes on behind the scenes of God knows what. Yeah, you know, it really knows. goes to show you that, like... Even for me, everyone, man, I get to a point where I have to stop... susceptible to believing the news. Yeah, and I, I even get to the point now where if it's like... If, yeah information gets too overwhelming too dark and too evil too quick i'm like okay fuck i I, it's i don't want to be ignorant of it but at the same time i'm like stressing myself out here so i've got to like step away for a bit and there's that and i can understand that too it's like telling a little five-year-old girl that did you know that you and every single one of your loved ones is going to die one day what (laughs) (laughs) and that that's truth that's reality but like they're at a different stage, you know, same with us. Like just because we're quote unquote adults, it doesn't mean that we're ready for everything. So that's, that's where I was getting at is like, imagine hypothetically again, this was all the, all these things that are happening that seem to be happening monthly, like these different threat or a different, like a, like a, at the start of this year was maybe world war three would break out. Who knows? Then, bushfires and and then fucking the pandemic and then fucking knows what else is in store and many other things before that what if it was it's all like little tiny tests little triggers to get us kind of pumped up up for what's actually coming Mm. that like these these high officials that they fucking they know the date the world's going to end or when an asteroid's coming oh. or when an actual plague's going to develop. And they're like going, yeah. fuck, if, if this just happened, people would go absolutely fucking batshit crazy. We got to fucking kind of, we got to prepare them, put, run them through little tests. So when the big one happens, they'll be like, all right, don't go for the toilet paper. We went through that last time. We need to act accordingly. We've been through this before. Don't fucking freak out because we we've we've gone through it. We know what to do, sorta. But if it, if we didn't have any preparation for the big one, would be fucking clueless. And this was like, okay, this was my massive hypothetical long plan scheme of what what would be fun to think. Because I'm a writer, I make stories and stuff, so it was just fun for me just to make this up. It's all the five G, mate. They're good. It's bloody yeah, weakening yeah. our immune system, mate. It's fucking. That's it. All that fucking, um, what was I going to say? Imagine if there was this world-ending event coming. It feels like we can all feel there's this impending uh, finale that we're heading to. And these things, these environmental disasters, uh, pandemics and war potential are all just pieces of the pie. Mm. That, that a climax of something happening. Now, imagine... With that theory I'm making up on the head, impression of yours. I didn't. I didn't read this anywhere. Anywhere. I literally been staying away. Staying away. I'm just kind of just making it up. I'm a storyteller. Before you go, tell your friend this is what you heard. Nah, this is hundred percent um, facts. Don't listen fucking, to this, this guy. Nah, it's hundred percent facts. Yeah, I'm just joking. This is exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. So like they're testing us, right? Testing us and, and training us. So when the big event does happen. Because, like, think, imagine yourself at the head of the big table where there's fucking six people deciding the fate of humanity. And, like, who knows what that is. And they go, fuck, how are we going to, if the world does end, 
how we're going to um, continue the species and save everyone or at least enough people to continue the next generation or the next um, civilization of people when this one fucking crumbles, mm. like past uh, cultures and civilizations have before, and they've just left ruins, you know? Yeah. So, like, they're like, fuck, how do we um, make, like, a Noah's Ark save people and instead of all of them just going crazy and all just on themselves anyway because everyone's panicking too much how do we train them into going all right they need to go into a plan or a, um let me prepare for this where like when the big one does we would act more accordingly and more people will survive it because we'll be trained we'll be like we've been through many things like this before in the past few years mm, mm. we can handle this together if we all come together, we'll be able to fucking get through this and get on the other side of the hourglass, which is the new world or the, the fresh start or the Ooh, fucking whatever or the you new world it. order. That could be a scary reality. Who, fuck, who fucking who knows? Who fucking who... knows. But that's that's my fun way, like thinking that. Imagine if these are all just little tests put in this place because they know, they have, they have the date of the big one that involves mm. all this. So they're just training preparing us right it all seems a little bit sus it all like seems a bit yeah yeah it seems all a bit too choreographed like with the bushfires months and months before that during the back burning seasons all of a sudden they just cut funding for that Mm. like it was deliberate so it would happen it's like and now they have all this money that they could have used in that sense for the pandemics, like where was that money before mm. to stop the fires? It's like they they wanted it to happen, and now this pandemic is happening. It's like they could have stopped it earlier, but they didn't. It's like it was all kind of all said on the news. Oh, this is all happening. It's out of our control. But really, they're just like mm, it's all going exactly to plan. Move mm. on to stage four. Look at these fools uh, and then scurrying yeah, about look, looking for toilet paper. Yeah. So far out of the human race, at least 10% are aware and on top of it, 90% are going for the toilet paper and absolutely panicking, shitting their pants and and fucking all. I, I don't know. I don't know the statistics. I'm just talking out of my ass here. But, like, that that was a fun thing to think about, like, yeah. cunts at the head table thinking, how are we going to hurt? Like, they're looking at humanity as, like, a big clueless fucking herd of cattle. Fuck, how do we herd these cunts to the next fucking paddock without mm. all of them uh, without because you need them you need people to make a society exactly and well, that's uh, that's all the true facts take that home and tell your 100%. friends because that's exactly what's going to happen write it down memorize it and never stray from that information yeah don't believe anything else but what I just said <laughs> no, seriously fucking yeah. <laughs> we don't know anything right now uh, like, like 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 you said like even i've had a mini panic about what's going on like oh shit like should we be really worried like because I, I first worried when i heard over in america everyone's trying to stock up on guns it's just like oh and what if like after this what if after all this happens because it, it's affected every country it it that um, after it, if it gets resolved, everyone starts pointing the blame, go, all right, who fucking started this? This, And it starts a war. 
and it involves everyone because everyone's been affected by it. I lost my job because of you. I fucking lost this. I, we lost all this. I didn't get toilet paper. I couldn't wipe my ass for six weeks because of you. <laughs> fucking. And the Japanese you. people are like, oh, we told you this would happen. This is why we prepared with our toilets. Exactly. You all laughed exactly. at us. Now who's laughing? Exactly. <laughs> then we all have Japanese. I guess the lesson here is that we should all get Japanese toilets. And that's it. <laughs> That's the lesson of this whole thing. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just a learning curve that we need to take into account every other culture and how do we all yeah. work together instead of working in our own corners of the world. Let's work together as a one species instead of putting walls and, and borders over everything because when you zoom out, we're all on the fucking same planet. Mm. Like, uh, that baffles me. Like, man, we're all fucking human. We're all fucking living on the same ball. We've all got two eyes. Like, fuck, it baffles me. That, like, maybe yeah. maybe this is the cool thing that might get everyone involved on in the same boat that we all find a way to work together. And who knows what would happen. I'm trying to look at it very positively. Not that theory I just made up. But like, I'm looking at it like what I said earlier. How this is going to be good to be a um, good, uh, loud, clear example on the environment and what we're doing to the environment when we're active to when we're not active. Yeah, so you can and, see the before and after shots and realize, fuck, we should change that because we actually are. Really, yeah, there's, there's going to be a the lot evidence. of positives. Of course, there are negatives. People dying, and I'm sure some people are going to take it this really badly. But like everything yeah, in life, there's always a em. positive. Yeah, fuck, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> yeah, so what? <laughs> fuck him. It's not me. <laughs> it's just the funny. It's just the funniest response to any like real serious comment or like real serious opinions. Just like fuck him, yeah. dude. I don't care, mate. I remember. I'm gonna go outside and play in the backyard after this. I remember fuck I was watching TV <laughs> when I was 15 with my mate and his dad. And there was like this crazy catastrophe that happened in the Philippines, like a tidal wave, heaps of people died, thousands, devastation. And then my mate's dad just looks at the TV and he goes, what's their fault for living there? Fuck them. Yeah. That's such, that's such like, that's their fault for living there. Like it's their fault. You shouldn't have been born there. When you were choosing which vagina portal you were about to pop out of. Well, why didn't you fucking yeah. live in Australia, you fucking dumb cunt? Yeah. It's your fault yeah. you're dead. You fucking deserve it, mate. <laughs> these are real characters. Like... You can confirm, right, that these people actually exist. <laughs> no, 100%. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm not going to tell any names, but I've seen it. Like, I've seen it where it's just as simple as, like, can of beer hole in there, just, like, massive devastation to, like, some other, some part of the world, and they're just like, oh, well, fucking good. <laughs> They mean it as well. They got like that deadpan yeah. look. Yeah. They're legitimately mean. Yeah, it never ceases and to be. And the scary my mind, thing about man. those people, the thing about those people is like they're already saying, fuck China. <laughs> they're all saying, fucking, it's their fault. Pointing, or they're already pointing the blame. Uh, and like, uh, that's got to start so much shit. It's just yeah. like. What if it could have started anywhere? It could have started in Australia, and then everyone would be like, fuck Australia. You know what I mean? Like, 
we it's need to take a... responsibility, man. It's like these times. I think the It'll lesson be should be the the lesson should be to always be prepared and do control the factors that you can. In this case, it would be to build your immune system, eat healthy, make sure you're getting sunshine, exercise, and Go having outside. that strong as ox immune system, so diseases like this can't touch you. But instead, mm. you see people panicking through this pandemic, hoarding all the flour, the pasta. And all these nasty foods that is compromising your immune system. Like it, it seems that there are definitely a camp of people who are learning. Way too clean. Yeah, yeah. There are there are people who are like learning from this, but other people are just taking it from like the wrong way. The whole thing is like, no, you have to avoid it. Yeah. If you can't avoid it, you're fucked. But the way I like to look at it as, let's just assume that I'm going to catch this. Can my body fight it off? Mm. And then what can I do to control those factors? You know, that's how I. I, I don't know. I saw a cool thing like um, if your immunity is way too – like if you're cleaning, constantly cleaning yourself, you're constantly – Sanitized. In a a sanitized apartment or something, constantly just Mr. Burns when he has the casino like, look at him, Smithers. Hop in. But I said hop in. (laughs) (laughs) Freemasons run the country. And like (laughs) – So much of that. So, like, <laughs> wouldn't that weaken your immune system? Because you're not, like, your immune system is designed to fight germs and constantly be trying to fight off something to strengthen. We're, it. If we're, you're not we're made for anything, then for sure. We're made yeah. for this shit, man. So and like, we can build in... a huge. A herd. Yeah. This happens every so often where this unknown foreign disease comes mm. up, kills a whole bunch of us, but then we build a herd immunity, and then where our yeah. system is able to fight it off, you know. That's why it's so good to fucking go outside, get some dirt on your feet. And yes, people, I am a doctor and I've got a PhD, grubby. so what I'm saying is uh, 100% yeah. facts, undisputable. 100% facts, and you cannot change my mind. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, dude, I was just, just thinking, 100%. like, before even last year, I went to India, and I was thinking, like, fuck, I'm so lucky that I traveled through, like, this... No offense to India, it has a, many, a, a, a lot of amazing places and yeah. gems, but... There is also a lot of shitholes and it stinks and it's unsanitized mm. and who knows what kind of bacteria and how they've mutated. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. But I felt like that really helped boost my immune system. Like, just me traveling to like really kind of quote unquote fucked up parts of the world is that my body's getting yeah. used to all these foreign substances so that when you come back, like you said before, you don't want to be, there's a balance with everything. Of course, you don't want to like never wash your hands and, you know, scratch your face oh, after yeah, you yeah. itched your asshole or whatever. Like, you've got to be clean to a certain degree. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to, like, wash your hands after every little thing that you touch because then now your body's going to be like... when you, it's I don't know, that, to... Yeah, it's like in a video game, let's say. like you, It's like facing the boss battle without fighting minions first and gaining that experience. You're just going straight for the fucking... The big monster. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to come eventually, like this coronavirus, you're you know? Be, you're not going to be strong enough. And you could be the yeah. cleanest cunt in the world, but there's some dirty motherfucker eating a bat out there who's going to compromise your life. So you've got to be prepared for that shit. <laughs> it's not just up to you. <laughs> if, hey? if that's the official story. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? If that's the official story. Who knows? If that is, yeah, exactly. Who assuming. knows? Yeah, I don't know, mate. I think it was the reptilian overlords. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, the the uh, what are they called? Um, 
draconian mothership is definitely doing something, or the the moon is definitely power beaming some some fucking hectic satellite that's just fucking up with us and got to be controlling us through the internet and the Wi-Fi, and uh, we're all fucked. Yeah. So Basically. might as well enjoy the time we have left, learn a new skill, spend time with your loved ones. Yep. It's all good anyway, even if it's... Learn a fucking hobby. Yeah, fuck Go yeah. do it. It's the best time, like we'll say, it's the best time now that we're like being kept inside to fucking learn a hobby, find something you're good at. you got all the time in the world to practice it, get fit, get fat, or fucking do something. Do something in this time that you wouldn't otherwise have time for and then by the time you're out of it so many people are going to come out with a new skill a new hobby and realize fuck maybe i want to do this exactly. maybe i'll keep doing this might change a lot of lives might be extremely positive and outcome. on that note i think that's a good way to end the quarantine potty cheers the for jumping on Mark. Quali- the quarantine Quali- quant- fuck don't worry about it <laughs> good, good look I'm trying to say quality content. The quarantine content. That doesn't work. Oh, does darkness is your <laughs> <way>. mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. How good was the Joker movie? Oh, it's fucking the best, man. I, I was like... It's like the same ballpark as Heath Ledger, I reckon. Like, it hit that level so of ma- like just mastery. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the DVD or something? I got it on my hard drive. Oh, sick. Watch it heaps. Oh, have you? I've only seen it once in the cinemas. I want to watch it again. Everyone just yells and screams at each other. No one's simple anymore. Dude, I was was going to... Because I wanted to watch it because I was going to go to Mexico. And for all you guys who signed up for the Mexico retreat, uh, obviously, you know, with this whole pandemic, uh, obviously we're going to go. Meet you there next week. But, <laughs> nah, it obviously had to go get cancelled, so it's going to be postponed until July. But anyways, before this whole Mexico thing, because I was going to go through this journey, you've got to be like go on this mental fast. So I wanted to play Resident Evil and watch Joker and all these like dark movies but i'm like oh do i really want to fill my mind up with that like just before crossing the other dimension i don't know i'm gonna watch joker again but yeah man anyways for those listening at home where can people find you you want to plug a few maybe social medias or what you're working on at the moment how they can keep updated with what you're doing actually that's a Good thing I should mention because a lot of people, there's a lot of um, fake accounts, people that have made accounts with like, that's like Big Les or, or um, my characters or, or something or whatever. And a lot of people are, or YouTube, I don't, know, I don't know, there's a bunch out there, but a lot of people are thinking they're all legit. So I guess I'll just say the legit ones, the like merch as well, because people will sell bootleg merch and everything. Um, and people are asking me, which one's the right one? I actually don't have merch coming out yet, but it will. So if you want to keep um, updated, just either follow um, the Big Les Show official Instagram. That's what I probably use the most is Instagram. Not the Big Les Show page. I like rarely go onto it, but the most one I use is like my personal Instagram, um, which is my Jared YouTube. Dot right. Just 
Jared Wright, yeah. Yeah. The one the one I'm following you on. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll, I'll I'll leave links in the description box. Oh sweet, yeah, sweet. Well it's just, just that's all I there. use is yeah, fucking it's down there can't it's all might be up here as well. <laughs> but um <laughs> they used to have, remember it used to be on the side it'll be like right imagine the old youtube videos like yep just click here what and it points to like another suggested video which has nothing to do with that click on my nips <laughs> but um yeah it's just it's just my perso instagram that I, like you'll probably see information because i just make stories and stuff for fun um or the video show a few my official YouTube account, and I sometimes use the official Facebook, mm. but I really don't go on Facebook. So, like, uh, uh, just Instagram basically is probably where you'll get it the most. I got Patreon as well. Yeah. Um, Check all that out. And yeah, we'll do another one. Instagrams. We'll always do these podcasts. We should do them more often. It's like, it's, yeah, we should. Just yeah, have, we'll just be having able to do a heaps chat. of them. Yeah, we've got fucking nothing. Or to just do even when we ch- catch up, we'll just like, oh, I might as well record this and make content. You know. While we're in this just talk bloody about quarantine. movies and shit. What games I, are you playing? Actually, yeah. Actually, uh, people listening at home, comment below and what like what topics you want us to explore next time, and maybe we can yeah, pick a cool. few from this video and then see how we go. Yeah, fucking know. Come I'll up with more concrete, hundred percent facts. Yeah, leading 100%, the people. Fuck yeah, hundred percent. Can I like, play your farewell tune? <laughs> don't. Uh... Yeah, don't believe anything else you hear except for us because we obviously are scientists. We should even have a jam podcast. (laughs) I know, right? But isn't this thing like delayed a bit? So it wouldn't be like in sync completely. Yeah, that's probably true. We'll figure out a we way. Just have, we just have to have a riff battle. Do you recognize this? Do you want me to put the hammer down? <laughs> we should do like a full band cover of that shit, or like a metal version. Yeah, it'd be sick. Alright, next time we'll do a virtual podcast and uh Fuck yeah, have a good one guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers for tuning in. Uh hang on. Fucking um Oh dude, hang on. Where where are we? Um, I yeah. didn't record the whole Bad time. <laughs> really? Nah, just fucking with you. Yeah, no, I got it. That's like my new. That's my new thing now. I record a video <laughs> with someone at the end. I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't record. And they're like, really? Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
You got me. (laughs) Too bad bad April Fools is yesterday. You could have got me fucking good there. But But I got a, you know, I gave you some good feelings, you know. I gave you like this alternate horror story that happened, and then I'm like, nah, nah, it's not real. It's all good. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, oh. But in my mind, I was like, straight away in that moment, was like, ah, we're doing more anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Uh, uh, uh. Cheers for watching, guys. Hope you enjoyed the video. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to leave a like and comment below. And if you want to support the podcast, then feel free to become a monthly supporter on patreon.com slash yourmatetom. Have a good one, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.